What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Rye Whiskey. I'm sitting here with uh, someone incredibly special, and in both in who she is, but also and like what this podcast kind of represents. You're uh, Kayla Patterson, um, badass brown belt Brazilian Jiu Jitsu um, EBI vet. Uh, a lot of great things I could say about her, but you're actually the first person that's ever come from my Shin to Chin podcast and crossed over. Um, and I, I feel like that's because you're, you're probably one of the more interesting people I've, I've ever interviewed. And, and I say that lightly. I have a lot of interesting people on the other podcast. Well, the but you guys are losers. I mean, you know, her words, not mine. Um, but yeah, no, I, I wanted you on here um, just because like you, you are, uh, you're kind of so out of the ordinary in a lot of great ways. I get that a lot. Not as the great ways, but. Um, okay. Okay. I, I I feel like there was like a, someone someone complained and I just hit a nerve, but no, um, just kidding. But yeah, I'm, I'm super proud to have you on. Um, you know, just to kind of give a, you know, just kind of like a, a, a brief background. We don't have to go. Anybody who hasn't listened to the Shin to Chin about with you on it, go listen to that shit first. <laughs> We're just gonna briefly touch this, but but for people who don't know you, just you know, brief background. Tell us about yourself a little bit. Uh, main thing is like I'll wear pajamas and I like to show people while wearing the pajamas. Sometimes not pajamas. All right. Yeah. So don't date you, but cool. Go on. <laughs> yeah, don't date me. I'm an asshole. No. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Getting into the deep stuff real quick. I've right. um, been training jiu-jitsu for eight years now. Um, love to compete. Love to coach. Decided I don't want to ever have a real person job again after jiu-jitsu. And that's sort of kind of a gypsy right now. Nothing wrong with that. The yes man at the moment. <laughs> I and and that that's one of the big reasons I wanted to have you on. Um, you know, there's a lot of things, and uh, I've really tried to kind of separate this podcast from my other one. Uh, one of the problems, and I think I briefly kind of explained this in my intro uh, to this podcast, but one of the problems I ran into is I knew so many interesting people that had nothing to do with martial arts that I just wanted to get drunk with and have a good conversation. <laughs> yeah. And as we're doing the shin to chin, I'm sitting there like we're, you know, we're, we're drinking beer, we're drinking, I had a little bit of whiskey earlier and, uh, you know, I realized like this is a good conversation that needs to keep going. Um, and it can go to so much more meaning past, um, martial arts. And I mean, you've done incredibly well despite being very sunburnt. Um, but <laughs> I walk my brother's dog in <laughs> yep. She's not ginger. Let's just start there. Well, I was very, very white, very pacing. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Well, um, I mean, like, j- just kind of like give us a, you know, starting out with you, um, you are without a doubt, probably, I would say probably one of the top, like two or three just badass women I know, um, when it comes to just like y- your drive. I mean, you said you don't want to have a real person job, but you're very good at what you do. Um, you're, most people say that and then they're like under living under a bridge. That's not you. Um, but well, I'm kind of homeless right now, so. I mean, like, you know, we talked about that a little bit, right? Well, whatever, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you've done incredible things. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a huge, most people who know me, most people who listen to this podcast, um, even though it's not the MMA related one, no, I'm, I mean, I'm actively involved in politics, which, you know, you've suffered some politics, um, just <laughs> in the, in the jujitsu and martial arts world. Um, and I, you know, I'm a, I'm a pro MMA judge. Um, you know, I've done jujitsu as well. So it's, it's one of those things like you're right in that spectrum with me. And, um, I mean, you've done awesome things. You've paved the way, uh, I'm just kind of a real like trendsetter for women's jujitsu, especially in the South. Um, and you've got a lot of role models and everybody you look, look up to. And 
Um, I mean, I mean, like, so I got to say, because you're looking at me funny when I say this, but, <laughs> but like, how does that make you feel knowing all of these things? It's so weird to hear that because, like, I don't consider myself as paving the way for anyone. I just, I knew that what I wanted to accomplish in, in jiu-jitsu was important to me. And so I just, I feel like I tried to work really hard and make that happen. Um, so I don't know. It's, I, I don't see myself as a trendsetter or a way or... Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but... Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> What, what you've done great things i i mean like i i've only known um two people in, in the sense of like as far as ranking goes in jiu-jitsu that really outrank you um but at the same time uh, well i would say two two women that outrank you yeah there's black belts everywhere now um but it, only but two it, people amazing well yeah but i mean like you know I, and i said this a little bit on on our first podcast um the worst ass beating I've ever gotten was by uh, Deanna Yo. I don't. F- I feel like whenever we roll out the mats out there, like it's probably going to be the same thing. Um, I'm prepared for it this time. It's going to be a little. I'm not going to cry as much. Getting the softballs under there, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, like as far as martial arts goes and everything, like um, you know, I, we don't really have to dive into like wh- why you started or anything like that, but. Um, you know, we, we talked briefly about, you know, it, it kind of being a great thing for women as far as self-defense and, you know, kind of rape-proofing women. I've got my... Dolphins. Yeah, except for dolphins. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Basically, Donnie, Donnie Cage, Donnie Kryptonite Cage, <laughs> yeah. is really terrified of dolphins. Um, it will uh, passionately tell you why you should not go swimming with them. To, to the point where it sounds like we need to get him, like, one of those, like, shock blankets... <laughs> cup of hot chocolate she'd be like it's okay buddy let's run a shower <laughs> yeah um i don't know what happened to him but I, I i mean that'll do it sometimes i guess um but i i mean like where where do you see like so i guess one thing i didn't really ask you but i, I definitely needed to um you know in our prior podcast is you know before you before jujitsu before martial arts or anything like that and now like what what has that done for you, like confidence wise, social wise? I mean, have you, have you always been this crazy? Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I'm glad you said it. I didn't have to. I mean, I wouldn't. So you know, I was a. My great grandmother was um, placed in the hospital this past week. She's oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. She's one of the toughest people I know, and she's hilarious. But um, while we were there, I met her physical therapist, and so my stepmother and I were talking about some of just the crazy shit that I did in high school, and uh, it said they said that. Uh, I still made a comment about me being like the party or just like I was on fire and a man made a comment and it had never like felt more true he was like no it kind of sounds like she was just gasoline and I was like that's yeah yeah, just a little spark and then everything goes like, <laughs> it must be a teacher I got kicked out of class because I was having too much of a party that was written on the form in Spanish class in Spanish class. so you had a party in a different language well I was still speaking English I don't know what um, you were talking about okay though. but yeah I've always been just sort of I've never been the typical, I don't know, southern girl that I'm supposed to be. Like I told you before, I had, I had five brothers growing up, and I just, I don't know. Are they all older? I'm in the middle. Oh, okay. I so have three you, younger, two older. Yeah, beat up from both sides, all right. Yeah, yeah. pretty much, yeah. But I just, I've, I've never, like, I've never really cared so much about being in the ink crowd or being, <laughs> I was a cheerleader for one year, and I hated it. It was awful. I have zero rhythm. You look like a cheerleader, and I mean that in a very complimented way. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, not not in a bad way. Let me start there because I realized like oh, she can kick my ass, so I need to calm down. But but like yeah, I was I did that. Um, I've never I just from a young age I always I've always said uh, 
I was gonna go out and explore. Like I was not staying in Dyer County, Tennessee. And that's, I mean, obviously like Dyersburg, it's not, not very big. It's, it's not big at all. So actually we live in a town called Tatumville, which is outside of Dyersburg. It's like 30 minutes. Oh, wow. It's teeny tiny. I went to high school, uh, Dyer County High. It was in New Bern, Tennessee. Also very small. And it's just like the, like the people that I've met doing what I do are so incredible. There's so many amazing people, so many amazing things out there that I would have never been able to, to experience, you know, had it not been Jiu Jitsu. So. That's incredible. I don't mean, know why I went down that rabbit hole. There's that info for you. No, you're, yeah. I mean, it, it is what it is for a reason. I mean, you, you, um, you briefly said, like, you know, you, you would tell your dad, like, you're, you're not going to be here. You're, you're getting out of this. Yeah. And that, that's a great way to be. I mean, some people, like, and I'll say this, um, you know, we live in the Bible Belt, and it is what it is. <laughs> and I, it is. I love I love living here. It's great, great people, um, you know, great way of life, but at the same time, like, having traveled the world and, been all around like i i'm very aware that's not the only way of life yeah. um that being said like so this is for some people and it's not yeah you know and, and you're one of the people it's not for i feel like the and i don't mean this in any negative way whatsoever but i feel like the people that it's for have just not been outside yeah if that makes sense and like like there, there's just there's so much more in the world than just than what's out here and and i, and I think from a very with a really young age being you know, Southern Baptist, all, all the typical. I'm glad song, you said that. Yep, I am too. Things, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you, you're just, you're you're taught from such a young age, like you have to do all these things, and then we touched on this before. This is the part that we we're talking about. Is like you're told like a Stockholm syndrome is because you're said that it's taught to us that if you don't do what this book tells you to do, this almighty loving, forgiving being is going to condemn you to hell. So not only are you going to die, you're also going to die again and be tortured for eternity. And so it's like you're 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 forced into a way of life that you'll never be outside of. But being able to travel, meet people I've met so far, it's just it's kind of an incredible experience. Like there's just way more out there. And then like when I go back, you know, back in the home, it's like oh, the rebel child's back to Dyer County. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and some people will definitely take it the wrong way. But just to clarify, like we're not saying that being in the South is hell. Um, like it's I love. Really hot. It is it is hot summer with humidity. Yeah, we could argue your sunburnt as shit right now. I can tell, um, but yeah, no, that's not what we're saying at all. I, I totally get that yeah. though. I, I mean, like just from my travel, I lived in Europe for a better part of a decade. Um, been to all but Australia and Antarctica as far as countries yeah. or continents, not countries. Um, wow, man, we've had a lot of beer. Um, but yeah, no, I totally get that. You, you don't really know how uh, good and bad at, at times where we are and you know where you've grown up is and, until you've gone away from yeah. it. And you've done incredibly well with that. I, I mean, you've uh, you know we, we briefly talked about all the people we've met and you know the people that motivate you and things you've accomplished. I mean, you got paid to go to the Eddie Bravo Invitational, <laughs> which. I don't give a shit that this is not an MMA <laughs> podcast. Like, I got to pump that up because that's, like, my favorite thing in the world right now that you were. super cool. Hell yeah. It was an awesome experience. Bruce? Bruce Buffer? Yes. How much beer have you had? Yeah. I just smile a lot. That's the second one. Fair enough, yeah. And I stutter whenever I get, like, excited. I stutter Oh, you're good. No, you're fine. Yeah, I was just moving it to where it was back towards you. You're fine. But, uh, what were we saying? Bruce Buffer. Oh, yeah. So he's like, I told you, AD, like the poster child. But uh, he's like saying my name all the way he does it. I'm not going to even try to make that happen. But it's, it was really, really cool. 
Oh, you getting that announced? Yeah, Hell I yeah. announced it. Like, I got all pumped up, and, like, we have these little stages. And so I had to jump down all aggressively, and I was so, in my head, I was like, I made the decision. Oh, I was going to just, like, slide, like slowly get off of the, the box. I was probably three feet off the ground. Not, not No, probably, yeah, not three feet. And uh, I made the decision. I was like, okay, I'm just going to, like, slowly get down and make sure I'm com- like I'm safe. I don't want to twist an ankle or do anything. And he said my name, and my heart rate got up, and I was like, yes, this is awesome. And, like, I jumped, like, midair. I was like, oh, God, please don't fall. <laughs> don't break, <laughs> don't break, don't break. <laughs> and so, like, I landed, and I was like, yeah, I landed that shit. Well, I, and, and actually, it's funny you say that, because that's actually kind of something we talked about briefly on uh, the last podcast we did. But, um, I mean, you're obviously into lifting weights, and you do it more... I, I, fair enough. You know, I, the biceps help, but also <laughs> from the previous podcast, I was going to say like you, you do it for more like injury proofing yeah, yourself. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that's a huge thing. Like, I mean, you got the freaking Kim Kardashians and whatever, just trying to like build their butt up and all the, the bimbo, you know, <laughs> silicone. I'm not saying I've dated one of those, but anyway. Um, we'll just say that if you're going to go see, here's the great thing about working out and then we'll, you know, we'll go into this. I'm going to say something very controversial and then we'll go from there. But here's the thing about working out. If you work out and you build your body that way, you don't have to worry about a doctor pointing your nipples in different directions. (laughs) I'm going to say from there anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, not that I know from experience, whatever. Anyway, are your nipples facing the uh, mine are fine. Yeah. I worked on mine from a very hard diet of pizza and beer. So, but, it's the uh, best diet. it's the crazy, yeah, Love it. I wish I could compete like this, but, um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I mean, that's something like, you know, you're very, obviously very into fitness. Like you're in very good shape. You're, you're actively competing, um, I, I mean, like, what does that really like mean to you? I know that this is basically your lifestyle. Like, how yeah. did you build into that? All by accident. <laughs> really? Yeah. Shit, I need that kind of accident. Like, I, I've never. I, I all I knew is I did not want to go like nine to five. The, the thought of doing the same thing every single day that I don't love terrifies me. Really? Like, I, I, it. The thought of going into a job, making someone else money, something that's not creating positivity that that i'm contributing to um bettering our community like it absolutely terrifies me to think that that could be my life like i could i don't want to waste any more time than I already wasted not doing what i love because i know that with what i'm doing with jujitsu that there's so many women out there um backstory like i i used to have a really odd opinion on women only open mats and classes and then i started doing them and it totally changed it and so, uh, like what was your opinion before? So selfishly, I always thought to myself, I'm like, you know what? I if we're gonna preach equality, like equality is equality. You can't say, oh, it's equality until I want it to be women only, because that's not true equality. And I was like, man, if I wanted to go train on a Saturday, but it was a men's only open mat, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, no, uh-uh. yeah, screw you guys. It's equal. I'm training too. But then meeting the women that I met, like in such a male dominated sport, like. So many women that would not have come to a, just a regular co-ed open mat. Because in my head, I was like, well, there's other girls at the open mats too. Why can't they just come to that? Because there's other men. And it just, it dives so much deeper into the psychological levels of um, just the fear of not being good enough or the fear of, like, the, a lot of women that just went through shit that we you know, never knew about. Yeah, anyway. of course. Yeah, and so, like, creating that atmosphere for them to be comfortable enough to come in and try jujitsu and to experience that heavily outweighs my selfishness of saying I would want to train if that was the only time available. 
Yeah. You know, like it's created something so much deeper that I never even knew. Like I didn't know that issue existed because I just, I saw the dudes and I was like, fun, let's go try that. Yeah. And then, so I was, I was very opinionated on that until I was a part of a women's only open mat and the women's only seminars. And I'm like, man, like all these women, and it was, a lot of it was weird because it was women that I had seen train before that were on the mats together, but they never opened up. But the, whenever we had the women's only, like they started talking and like giving to their shit, talking about all these stories about their training, about the issues that they have. And I was like, it's, it just creates such a comfort for them. And I thought it was really important. So now my opinion has changed and I am 100% open to women's only. Sorry, dudes. I mean, <laughs> that sounds like paradise to me, but that's a different story. Um, Women and Joe. I mean, <laughs> but no, I, I do get that, though. I, I mean, there is a certain comfort level, and I've seen just from coaching a little bit here and there. Um, I only coached for about you know, a year, like, uh, professionally. But at the same time, um, you know, I, I'd see women come in, and it, the only women that stayed were the women who were there before. Yeah. Um, most of them aren't, aren't really comfortable. Um, it's really hard to get them to, um, uh, you know, jujitsu, they, they say it's like the gentle art. Um, it, yeah, first of all, so not. whatever. Um, I don't, uh, yeah. Oh, good Lord. Let somebody try and get a rear naked choke on you and dig their fingers in your nose real quick. And, um, yeah, whatever. That's a whole different story. But, uh, I mean, the big thing that I would find is that women would, um, They'd come in and, you know, primarily jiu-jitsu is based off of leverage. It was really built, um, you know, Helio Gracie would would really focus on, uh, you know, having the leverage. It didn't matter if you're the biggest or strongest person in the room. Like, you you were able to win. And which to me, in my head, and I'm a guy, so I have zero, and I'm I'm six foot, I'm 215. Me too. Uh, Okay, (laughs) yeah, all five foot of you, whatever you say, five foot, you know, 120 pounds. (laughs) Um, yep. But, uh, but, but the thing is like, it means a big deal. I was just like, yeah, yeah. Totally makes sense for women. Yeah. Whatever, bro. And, uh, that was the wrestler part of you, right? It was totally the wrestler part of me that's still alive in 2018 as of March. But, um, yeah, I mean, I would sit there and and I'd say things like, yeah, you know, it's totally for them. They should be able to do this stuff. But the thing, it's so intimidating. I mean, yes, you being quite literally a hundred pounds less than me, could fuck me up and i'm very aware of this i've had this happen to me before um but at the same time like to get to that level is such a it's such a task yeah Um, it's a grind that's for sure and but i mean you've paved the way in a lot of great ways um you know i've seen you compete i've seen you at pan ams not that anybody listening to this podcast (laughs) know what that is um we, we wear pajamas and we like wrestle each other. Yeah. We cuddle, we cuddle in our pajamas. Um, needless to say, like, you know, <laughs> around noon, noon to like 6 p.m. on a Saturday, Kayla's fine. Past that, she puts on her pajamas, you're fucked. But, um, yeah, no, I, 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 I genuinely do think that, um, you know, I love seeing, we talked about martial arts uh, a little bit before. Um, I love seeing the transition just from my time in here. Um, Briefly in 2004, going forward a little bit more, more so in 2010 where I became p- competitive and started fighting. But just the sheer amount, just in numbers of women that have shown up. And on top of that, the quality of the co- competition. That's the coolest part of it all. Hell yeah. I, I mean, let's let's talk about that. You've you've competed with literally the best in the world. Yeah. I, th- I mean, so like I, you know, me being Joe from Memphis, living, <laughs> you know, in East Memphis, like I'm not a concern to you. Like what does that do for your confidence knowing you've, you've so, grappled the best in the world? Um, I mean, it does a lot. I'm not gonna, I can't lie and 
But the most the most important thing that hand gives me is just humility. Like one of the girls that I worked with at the dental office that I was at before, she goes, Kayla, what would you do if somebody came up and just like punched you in the face? I was like, Well, I'd probably like, man, why'd you do that? Like, <laughs> so what the you, hell? Are you mad at me right now? And she was like, You mean if somebody tried to fight you, you wouldn't just punch them and take them out? And I was like, Nope. I would probably be like, Hey, let's let's leave. This guy's crazy or this girl's crazy. Like it, be, putting yourself in those situations that are like uh, like you know that you can take care of yourself and you know that you're going to be okay but competing with the best of the best it's like you don't have to worry about the people around you so yeah it is a lot for your confidence you know so if somebody's come up being an asshole to me I'm not I'm not I don't feel the need to to word you know have the big word fight like I'm just like okay well you're a piece of shit so I'm just gonna walk away yeah that's yeah. Um, that's a that's something incredible. I, I love hearing you say that. Because, um, you know, I always tell people, like, and I say this, like, half, half arrogance. Um, I'm not even going to lie to you on this. But I'll tell people, like, yeah, I don't fight for free. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was 7-1 and one at pro. I was the European champion in MMA. Like, of course, I didn't know shit for jiu-jitsu at that point. I knew, like, a basic triangle, and that was about it. Um, but at the same time, like, it... It really, there is such a, a confidence thing in the martial arts world, and it's incredible <laughs> to see you do that. I, it, and you're you're laughing, you're smiling, and everything. I'm sure you were that way before, but like, always. literally always. Yeah, but but at the same time, like that that's even more accentuated now. Yeah. Like that's that's incredible. Um, yeah, I, I love being around those type of people. Oh, one of the girls, she goes, "If somebody had a gun, would you just chuck them out?" And I was like, "No." And she's like, "Well, what would you do?" I was like, "I would give them whatever they want." It's a fucking gun. She was like, one. I was like, well, her name was Macy. I was like, Macy, I, I can't chuck a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not superhuman. I'm not like this magical person that's just come out Wonder Woman just like deflecting on them. Yeah. Just get those little, little tough <laughs> yeah, the, right. the fucking bracelets. bracelets. I don't know. The, I was looking at cufflinks, but they're not. But yeah. <laughs> Whatever they are. But I feel like like the common person thinks that martial arts is like a superpower. And Fuck. in a way, it sort of is. I mean, it's like... Eh. You can like you can dominate just a normal person and just with basic jujitsu techniques or basic you know grappling, but it's like I don't know like the, usually the nicest people that I've met are some of the ones that can like completely just destroy you. Oh, and they don't need yes. to do it, so it's like yeah. And so it it always it's being in the south, being in the Bible Belt, it cracks me up how angry men get so quick. Like it yeah, there's like, an ego thing here. It's such it's like. Everybody's like, oh, I'd, I'd whoop his ass. I'd do all these things. And I'm like, but you'd be out of breath in about 25 seconds, and then nothing's going to happen. Yeah. And so it you end up on the up ground and not, not shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to run around in a circle a couple of times, and then you're going to fall down. So, like, <laughs> game. <laughs> game it just, blouses. It just cracks me up, like how people, I don't know, that you don't know what you don't know, but it's like, man, you don't have shit. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I completely agree with you on that. It it really comes down to like, I mean, like who you're going up against. Stuff. There's so much shit. I, I've 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 rolled with a, a lot of Lima, um, who's Hoist Gracie's old training partner. Um, this is like a, right around the time I was training for Sapatero, and like caught him in a toehold. And I sat there, and it was one of those times when like I like I caught it, and I was like, I've got this. And I looked down at him, and he just sat there and smiled. <laughs> And, I, and then he proceeded to the in the nicest way possible fuck my world up <laughs> like knee on belly is one knee on your belly not both knees smiling at you fucking your world up <laughs> and that's what I had happen all on your sternum like you're just like mm. you're just like <laughs> you're like hiccuping it to breathe. <laughs> it's like a guppying yeah 
it, it, but that's the, the thing that breeds in all this. And, and, I, and I, I love that you brought that up. You know, um, doing martial arts isn't a superpower. Um, you know, in Gracie Jiu Jitsu, um, I've trained in Gracie Jiu Jitsu. I'm not necessarily the greatest fan of it, but if we ever have Hoist Gracie on here, man, you are the greatest thing ever. Anyway, uh, moving on from that, but uh, Gracie Jiu Jitsu does a lot of self defense techniques. And, and one of the things that I just genuinely hate, just from being a combative instructor in yeah. the military, um, it gives a lot of people a false sense of security. Yeah. And, and, I, and I love that you said that. Um, you said that in less words, but. Um, you know, one of the things is like, if somebody ever pointed a gun at me, the very first thing I'm going to do is reach back like, Hey man, it's cool. Here's my wallet. Chill the fuck out. Literally the only time that I'm going to ever do anything other than that is if like, give me your daughter, like, Oh, well now (laughs) I, you will not do that while I'm alive. Game on, buddy. You know, give me your girl. Like, (laughs) (laughs) cute buddy. You are not going to like how this night goes. You think you're getting laid. I'm gonna show you otherwise. I'm gonna wear you like a condom, motherfucker. Like, um, but but that's the thing is like that's the that's really when it matters. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's one of those things. Like, you're you know a cute petite little girl. You were talking about with a uh, uh, Tory Applegate. You know, y'all just walking on the beach. Like, if I saw you guys walking on the beach, I'd be like, yeah, all right, you know, good for them. All right, girl, what up? I might walk up and be like, you want a beer? Not realizing I was about to get my world fucked up. My ACLs torn, my neck ripped off. Like, I, I mean, that's incredible. I mean, you, and I think it's, it's actually weirder for me to say this about you and you to say like, well, I don't really feel that way. Cause I've seen what you do to people. Um, obviously, you know, you've, you've done incredible in the world of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Um, you've competed literally at the highest levels. Like a, and, and something we, I don't think we talked about before, but like, is ADCC out of the picture for you? No, I want to do that. Really? Yeah. I okay. want to, yeah. Good, because me too. So, like, but yeah. I, I have a. So, the ADCC is the Abu Dhabi Combat Club, which is the most prestigious Nogi grappling. It's the event. Olympics. Like, exactly. It, it comes every two years. And uh, so, you know, I won the Nogi Worlds twice at Purple. And so, I've been trying to just make myself. Like, I was afraid that I wasn't ready, and so finally, like I told you in the earlier podcast, I'm like, I just decided to start saying just fucking yes to everything. Just yeah. yes. Just yes. That's a great way to be, so, just a life, but, yeah. I mean, well, depending on the question, but <laughs> do yes. You, do you want some laced pot? Yes. No. <laughs> Here's a roofie. I'm like, nope. No, 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 no. <laughs> yep. Calm it back, Kayla. Calm it back. Was... So, like, I'm also a very gullible person. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. I'm gullible, and, like, I am 100% unapologetically myself at all times. And I think that other people are also that way. And so it kind of gets me in situations every now and then. And I'm like, oh, well, that sucked. But, you know. Anywho. That's it. We're talking about whatever. We can talk about anything. Yeah, no, I told you. We can talk about whatever the hell on this podcast. But, uh, yeah, so. I don't know. I don't remember why we were going there. Oh, uh, we were talking about. Um, ADCC. And yes. I was like, yeah. And then. You're talking about qualified. you being a yes yeah, man. Yeah, being a yes man. Qualified for it. I don't know what's going on. Whatever. I mean, yeah. Poster child. <laughs> Push child of ADHD, which we we've yeah we talked about last time. Like <laughs> apparently it's not a thing anymore. It's so stupid. All right, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, cataracts, just... not anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, actually, you know what's crazy about that is they actually used to say that like so. This is one of the times that this is this is good. This is good. Clarifying for everybody's <laughs> about to get pissed at me for saying this. They used to say that like homosexuality was like a, a mental disorder. But so, not. Uh, not that ADHD is like in that <laughs> realm. I'm whoa, whoa, 
But, um, <laughs> totally whoa. Um, but, I'm a sarcastic um, asshole, like 100% of the time. That was not that's totally cool. You'll fit in here. Um, yeah, sarcasm <laughs> is my second language. Um, I speak four, and that's uh, number five. So um, <laughs> I totally get it. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, fuck, yeah, you just threw me off on that one. <laughs> No, I, I do I do get that. Um, yeah, it's crazy that like ADHD get kind of got taken off, and you know we're sitting here probably mild, uh, mildly suffering of of that. Mildly, like really, <laughs> you talked to me for an hour and a half. Like, yeah, this is fair. We're on hour two <laughs> of our conversations, so. And that one conversation hasn't been completed yet, but it's all good. It's Whatever. Good. That's the best part about having a podcast. I, I mean, we talk about everything. Well, it's, it's funny because like when I when I first talked to you, um, you know, I told you about you know both my podcast and why I wanted you on. Um, you know, one one of the big things was that, um, that you know, I like I said before in this podcast, like I had so many interesting people. Well, you're one of the very few. Oh, man, I'm gonna get fucked for saying that. You're one of the first people that came to mind. Yeah, let's play PC on that one. Um, that I knew I wanted on both of my podcasts uh, because you can transfer over from the martial arts community and have so many amazing things to say. You know, just to to women and to empowerment as it is. Uh, I mean, you're a very powerful individual. You are very motivated. You've got that drive in you that most people don't, but that we all look for. Um, and, and that's why I really wanted you on. Um, granted, the absolute goal of the uh, rye whiskey is to literally sit here and drink <laughs> and have good conversations. Um, unfortunately, I drank all my whiskey earlier, but um, so we're drinking bush beer. Bush, bush. Uh, yeah. Well, it's and after Saint. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's 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 after Saint Patty's. Oh, I'm out of beer. Oh, there we go. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that, that's one of the big things is, you know, I, I knew who you were. I knew why I wanted you on here. Um, you are incredibly empowering. Um, yet throw you open another beer. Good old bush. <laughs> I'm glad these are getting drank because that means I'm going to have to drink them at my house. Uh, but I, I mean, how, how does that really make you feel knowing that like I, I get the lifestyle and attitude. That's just you. You know, that that is just you. And you're doing awesome just being you. But like... What what does that do for you when people are being like, "Hey, look, I look up to you." It's so weird because I'm like, "Why?" Like, I I don't. I've done a lot of really cool shit, and I'm super thankful for all the opportunities I've had. But I don't see myself as a. I don't know. I don't see myself as a, like a like a powerful figure for anyone. I just see myself as me trying to be the best version of myself, and me trying to do the best that I can do. And so for that, for anyone to do anything other than that, I don't. I don't. It's weird. But th- but that's why you're powerful, though. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I mean, think about it. You, you talked about, like, at the very beginning, you didn't want to go do a 9-to-5 that you hate. Yeah. How many hundreds of millions of people are doing that? Them. Right? Except for, like, me. I mean, I, I love my job. Like, I do 9-to-5. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I love being a financial planner. That's, yeah. like, that's one of my passions. Uh, I loved working in counterterrorism. One of my passions, like... I'm, but both of those things are helping people improve the quality of life that they have. And, and you're, exactly. But everybody else is cool. <laughs> right, all the rest of us like that. Yeah, yeah whatever. I'm here but for the masses. My, yeah. my main thing is I don't, I've always known that no matter what I want, no matter what I did, I want it to matter, if that makes sense. But, yeah, exactly, though. But yeah. Th- See, and to me, that that's what blows my mind when you say, like, 
uh, like, well, I don't, I don't really feel that way. Like you, you the <laughs> things that you've done, like, I, I mean, like I've got, I've got friends. Um, I, you know, they're scared to go to the gym. They can't take getting up and going to the gym and having people be like, well, why the hell are you at the gym? Thinking Same so, damn reason you are. What is it? Yeah. So first of all, <laughs> let me just clarify that. Anybody that goes to the gym, no one turns around and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Well, this fat ass dude, no one does that. They're like, hell yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Hell yeah. And But, you know, they're scared of doing that. Yeah. And you've gone to a complete opposite level. <laughs> You're like, not only am I going to go lift and look like a model and, you know, to all these fucking rumors about like, well, if you lift, you look like a man. You do not look like Christine Cyborg Santos. You do not look like... Yeah. I mean, we'd be having a different conversation if you did. Um, you're you're not Gabby Garcia, although her grappling abilities would be greatly appreciated. I would love her grappling abilities right. as well. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean you're breaking down barriers, uh, and in more ways than you're just able to like incapacitate most men. Um, and and I love sitting here talking to you about that. I mean that's that's one of the craziest things on earth because. 2010 we both we both realistically started yeah um i mean you were a little bit more but you know all in ball, balls <laughs> deep if i were to say so um deep. than i was but but at the same time like that that's not long ago it's, really, I mean, it's eight years yeah, yeah my, my daughter was born in 2010 she, that's crazy to me um it, and literally her lifetime things have changed drastically and, and you're you're one of the leading things, one of the leading people, um, kind of the barriers that have been all broken down. Um, and I get that's pretty intimidating. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, you sit here and laugh and smile and everything, but you're... Yeah, it's, you, it's weird to like hear it in words, I guess, because I just, I, I don't know, I, I've been just trying to do the best life that I could do. And I've fucked up a lot. I've done, <laughs> I've fucked up all do. so many things. Oh, we all do. Know? But like... I, I know for a fact that, like, I'm, like, we were talking about before, like, 100% self-forgiving and then taking everything that I've learned from those screw-ups and just trying to make myself the best possible version of me. And I think, like, I don't know, I just, I feel like every, everyone should be trying to do that, too. Well, I mean, like, let's kind of dive into that. Like, how did you get, was that just something that you just woke up and have you always been that? Like, where, where, what started that for you? I have no idea. I, I can remember just being a kid. Like, my, my stepmom would always, I would, I would be really young, and she would look at me and she's like, how old are you? Why are we having these conversations right now? And I've always been, like, I've always thought deeply about what kind of impact am I going to have on the community? Like, in 100 years from now, is my life going to be remembered? Is am I going to know who I am? Like, is what I'm doing today going to benefit humanity in, in the long run? And, like I said, I've messed up a lot, preface that. But no, we I, all I have. Like, Fuck you know, it, yeah. I, I think that, like small daily victories that that I am overcoming, or not victories, but overcoming, because that would be counter counterintuitive. But <laughs> whatever, <laughs> just bigger victories. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, but like the daily obstacles of just realizing, you know, like man, I'm a, I'm a human being. I make mistakes, but I for, I, I'm self forgiving and moving on from that, and just trying to do what I can do to be the best person. I've I've always I've always looked at life like that. So, yeah. You know? But I mean, like, and, and I know this, um, and you know, we don't definitely don't have to get into any of this craziness. But, but you've dealt with like some serious shit in your life too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. We don't have to get into any of it. But, but you've dealt yeah. with it, like, how do you stay that way, given like just just hell that you've at, at times been through? I mean, and we've all been through hell. And yeah. like you said, you've you've made mistakes. What, whatever. 
you've probably made a lot less mistakes than most people listening. So um, we've all made mistakes. We're all human. <laughs> Shit is what it is. But at the same time, like you, I've never seen you not smiling. I've never seen you not like uppity. And like, how do you stay that way given chaos around you? So, you know, I told you on the previous podcast, I gave myself seven days to like let my just heart be broken and just be like sad and like, man, like I failed at this. I've messed up at this. I did all these things wrong. Like this hurt me because I put trust in someone that, and two people that really broke my heart in two different ways. And I gave myself seven days. And then after that, after those seven days of it just all being done and ending, I was like, man, I, I can sit here and I can continue to dwell on being let down and being, you know, like I, I can I can dwell on the negative parts of it. Or I can sit up and I can decide to let all that go, you know, forgive the people that have hurt me and hope that in return that I'm also given forgiveness for the people that I've hurt. And then turn, take all the negative shit that went on and just start working towards making something positive come out of it. Like, so the, there's a... Um, you know what the Ana Imitational is yeah. in Texas? Oh, the guy, Mark, uh, how's his name, Aubrey? Mark? <clears throat> I don't know who He posted this really like awesome uh, post on Instagram, and it was a photo of the wood burning down. And, and it was like, you, you think that when everything crashes down and it ends, like you're, you're in despair, you're hurting, it's, it's painful. Like You can't imagine that everything's wrong. But to be able to walk away from everything just... <clears throat> everything that you've known for the, like the last eight years just being gone, just uprooted. To be able to walk away from that, step back, look at it, and think, you know what? Everything's gone, but now there's an opportunity to build on top of that. And so I think that is just... Actually, I think I'll probably give credit to my dad on that one. He's always been just a very powerful force in my life. That's like, in anything that happens, just don't complain about it because it's not going to do any good. So pick up and go back on. Keep moving. And that's one of the coolest things about you that you've been able to uh, kind of roll with the punches on anything and everything. And you talk about that uh, and just how kind of uh, free and open you are. And and that's really a great way to be. Uh, I mean, like whether or not you're doing the nine to five or not, um, I mean, rolling with everything, just kind of adapting as things go. Adaptation is like a, is a blessing. Yeah. Um, and you, you've perfected it. It's like jujitsu, though. You know, like if you if you don't adapt to the situation, that's why I think they translate so well with each other. Is if you don't adapt to the, to the situation that you're in, it's going to crush you. See, and you, you know, that 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 statement right there is why I wanted you on this podcast. <laughs> like, because yes. like it's so weird for me. I sound like a fucking nerd at work and like wherever else I talk about. Like, yeah, jujitsu is life, guys. Yeah. You guys don't understand. Not that jujitsu is my whole life. It's that so many practical applications that you adjust to and feel for, um, they're absolutely relevant in, in life. Yeah. And, and not that, you know, I'm inspiring everybody to go out and just go jump in your nearest <laughs> jiu-jitsu gym. Um, <laughs> you listen to the podcast backwards. Yeah. watching you. Fair, <laughs> yeah. Shh, don't worry about it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, but it, it's one of those things, like, it, it's a very empowering feeling, uh, you know, kind of going through things like that and, and being able to, and, and one of the first things that, ever happens to anybody that starts training in martial arts in general is to get your ass kicked <laughs> repeatedly repeatedly and aggressively <laughs> uh, and and sometimes not not enjoyably <laughs> like even if you enjoy it it's not like, enjoyable people, at times people laugh at me because i'll get like somebody will have my back or i'll be getting choked i'm just like smiling and i'm like huh. oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah there's there's so many times where i'll fake it but yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm not faking it i'm just like huh. Oh. Yeah. Learn how this works. Try this again. 
Um, well, and, and I think that's a, that's a great way to look at life and a great way to look at like it, the things you've been through and, and just, uh, you know, martial arts and everything as a whole. I like to think of it as like kind of slash and burn cropping. Like you've got to burn everything down. Yeah. It Chaos has to ensue. Everything you have has to collapse and then great things grow out of yeah. it. And you've done that. So like uh, we were talking on the earlier about failure. This, this, we never got to this point. This is I lost it, but now it's Let's bad. do this. Like, uh, it's not ADHD failure this for one. me is it's hard. And I think it's hard for everyone. But like I take it so personally. Like I wasn't good enough to make this work. Or I, I could have done this better. And so I'll overanalyze everything. And uh, I think that like, I don't know, the universe has had a way of saying like you're the failure in a relationship not working out or a friendship not working out was not because you weren't good enough, but it's because, like, that wasn't what was right for me at the moment. Like, my, my, I was inside my box, and I was doing really cool stuff, but my box was so much bigger than I had, could have ever imagined. And I, I think had, <clears throat> had those things not happened, I would have never stepped outside of my comfort zone. Like, I basically just was like, you know what? Fuck it, guys. I'm going to go be a nomad. I'm just going to go meet people. Which, like, I've never really had a hard time talking to people and making friends, but I've... I don't know, my, like my comfort zone was always pretty important to me. Yeah. And so to be able to just like roll up in Jackson, Tennessee and be like, all right, dudes, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to get choked? Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Oh, so yeah. The, the, the same kind of theory of like everything just burning down, like chaos happening <clears throat> and not allowing it to completely destroy you and devastate you. Being able to look around and see what's left of your life, what, what, who, what connections you still have, and then the endless possibilities that you have from that to me is just super amazing. That's wow. Super amazing. No, that yeah, wow. That that's incredible to hear. I mean, I mean, yeah, I don't even know what to say to that. But I mean, that, that's one of those things that's. I mean, it, it's like almost like biblical, you know. One of those people, everybody deals with shit. Yeah. You, I mean, like I, one of my favorite things to say to people is like, "You'll never divergent because life screws us all." <laughs> um, and, and I think that's one of the. <laughs> The greatest, uh, I don't know who said that, probably Jesus, but um, <laughs> Jesus, totally said Jesus that. or um, Hot Gandhi uh, said <laughs> that as well. Um, but you know, it's just, it's so true. Like, we're all going to deal with heartbreak, we're all going to deal with hurt, we're all going to deal with upset, you know, whether it's your career, professionally, all this shit. But at the same time, and um, and shit, I mean, like, I'm going to go back to you know, me nerding out a little bit. Let's go back to Batman. You know, why do we fall down <laughs> yeah. so that we learn to pick ourselves back up? Some people let that, you know, heart, what not even heartbreak, but I mean, heartbreak in the sense of like disappointment mm-hmm. uh, from, you know, goals and careers and whatever the fuck else, athletics, like they let them get that can that dictate their life. Like that's the end of it. That's, that's where life like, oh, that's where it turned around. Dude, fuck that. That's not the high point of your yeah. life. High points ahead of you. Yeah. I think it takes, like I said, my dad was always very encouraging. And Hell yeah. I, I had a great stepmom. You know, my, my, my whole family, everybody was just always encouraging. And uh, just being able to say, like, you know, bad things happen and shit happens. But it, you can't let that overtake, like, the rest of your life, you know. Like, I, I'll never, I'll, I'm never going to judge somebody else on somebody else's mistakes. Yeah. So, like, my brother asked me, he was like, okay, like, why are you so trusting of people, you know, all the, you know you were deceived or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but that was somebody else. I can't, like, I, I would not want to go in and try to and be paying for somebody else's mistakes. <laughs> and so I just, I, like I said, but I told you before, I'm gullible as shit. So I go in and I'm like, yeah, everybody's cool. That's <laughs> awesome. 
Well, I mean, there's there's a limit, but yeah, no, yeah. I, I get what you mean. I, but that that really is a good way to be, though. I'm, I mean, um, you know, from my own personal experiences, like I've had some crazy shit go down to where it's affected future things and things that you know people were suffering from that didn't necessarily have to deal with the outcome of or the the cause of the problems, and and I, I totally get that. And I, you've somehow managed to bypass that in a lot of ways. I mean, whether it comes from martial arts or from your family, and it, it's incredible. Yeah, I don't know. Like I feel, I feel things very deeply, and like uh, so. The, you know, I had a really long relationship and the breakup, like, I mean, I felt like it was going to completely crush me. I was like, oh my God, like, it's never going to be the same. It was so terrifying thinking, like, I'm not, like, the, the life that I have now will never be what it was. Like, the friends that I no longer, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> but the friends that, like, I no I'll longer. Yeah, <laughs> That's me on that one. <laughs> but, like, uh, the friends that I no longer talk to, the like, a lot of those things I, I felt so deeply. And, like, like I told you, I gave myself those seven days, and I was, like, lost, and I was broken. And I was just, like, life will never be happy. Like, I didn't smile. I didn't do anything. And it, maybe I'm just an extremist. I don't know. Like, I'm sad. I'm super, super sad. When I'm happy, I'm just super, super happy. But I, I gave myself those seven days, and it's finally it's like, you're just, like, after after day seven, no more bullshit. No more crying. No more being upset. It's time now to look at what's left and to just make that shit happen. Hell, yeah. I, <laughs> it, but... What's crazy powerful about that to me is that not a lot of people are like that. That's actually very unique at this day and age. I yeah. mean, um, a um, well, I mean, <laughs> you know, so I've found that most of the time being a weirdo is a, is a positive thing. Oh, I like it. Um, yeah, I've got no complaints about me being weird. Uh, but, uh, I mean, most people let things dictate their lives, shut yeah. them down, you know, and it, it really, um, I, you know, I've got people in my past, uh, you know, you know what? Fuck it. I don't give a shit. This is my podcast. But like, <laughs> like my ex is, you know, my daughter's mom is still a fucking psycho over all that shit. But at the same time, like, you know, most, most people really like, they're like, oh shit, this is life. This is what was handed to me. Now I've got to, you know, I've got to like, just sit here and deal with this. And, and you've grown, um, you know, you're still incredibly young. Like we're, uh, we're both, you know, same age and everything. And it's, just, it's just one of those things that, um, that's that's like it's such an experienced and incredibly mature thing. Like I always joke around with people, telling like, "Hey, look, yeah. I've lived life that you couldn't <laughs> live in a hundred years," but I've found myself kind of meeting my match at this point when it yeah. comes to being able to cope with things. That's that's impressive. <laughs> like in my book, that's that's why I'm I'm pumped to have you on here. But I don't know. I just I feel like in, like possibilities are endless. You know, life is definitely what we make it. Hell yeah! I mean. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's <laughs> I couldn't you just sum got up even. Super but, deep. <laughs> oh, whatever. I mean, we can get as deep. See, and again, I go back to this. That's why I wanted to do like a drinking podcast with good people because the best the best conversations you ever have are with drunk yeah. people. You know, while so yeah, no, I I, I get that, but um, I mean, so like, well, so moving forward, I mean, obviously, like you you've dealt with a lot. Um, you've overcome a lot. You've uh, been moving forward you've been incredibly successful at that um you know wh- where are you going from here i mean you know and it Everywhere. doesn't <laughs> that is the best answer i could have imagined hell yeah <laughs> i i mean like competition wise like obviously you're gonna keep rising hell to the yeah. ranks yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna stop competing i'm gonna continue like i want to compete i want to test myself at every single level i want to be i want to be amongst the best of the best hell yeah like that's 
Well, well, so outside of competition, like life-wise, like where where are you? You're nomading it right now. You're, you're the gypsy. I'm such a gypsy. Like I told you before, I've, I've made the decision just to be, just to say yes. Like I, I said no for a long time about like opportunities and <clears throat> meeting other people. And now I'm just like, like opportunities that are coming my way, I'm, I'm saying yes. So are you, are you just like kind of letting them come to you or are you, are you steering in a direction? I have not steered in a direction. Not, no, but, but like positive shit keeps falling in my lap and I'm like, I'm just going to keep doing this. This is cool. Hell you yeah. Know? What's okay. working? Shit chat. I mean, you've been on the Eddie Bravo Invitational, you've Pan Ams, Worlds. I mean, um, I know you're traveling, training now. Like, and, and the crazy thing is, I, I've got people who listen to this across the country, um, this per- podcast in particular, and they, they don't realize that like you to travel and train um, is typically about at least an hour. Yeah. Sometimes almost two. Yeah. Like that. That's motivation. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I, I live a block away from my work, and that's yeah. good. I could walk to work, and I have <laughs> like that's motivation. Yeah. I don't know. Like I just I love it. I feel like the day, the days that I don't train are not complete. You know, I just I, I never leave the school feeling like man I regret that workout ever or that training session. That's awesome. So I just yeah. Hell yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, like what what I mean, I know you're saying yes to everything, but what are you wanting from? You know what's to go? Are you, are you just genuinely going with the flow? I'm or? just genuinely going. Like I don't want anything. I just want to be happy. I want to. I want to spread positive shit. I want to make other people smile and laugh. And I want to teach good jujitsu. I want to train good jujitsu. Oh, man, <laughs> that's, that's that incredible. Much my... I, I I love that that um that your goals and everything that you're doing. Like yeah, you're doing it for yourself and you're growing and you're learning and all these different things. But you're you're incredibly unselfish about this. Um, you want to be helping other people. Yeah. You've created an awesome, awesome network of women who train and are growing confidence and all these different things. But like, you're still remaining unselfish in your own. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, like, no, nobody gets like. The, I feel like the reason that I'm able to do what I'm doing right now is because of the incredible people that I've that I've met in my life. You know, like I've had so many people that are just just helpful and just want to also empower people and empower um, women. And so it would be, I could, I could never imagine living a life where I didn't give that back. That's amazing. I mean, that's, just yeah. Normal stuff. That's not normal. <laughs> Most people are selfish in this day and age. Have you been outside? Well, I know not you're... out of my bubble. Usually it's like, like you know, oh, it's just all smiles and Googles. Yeah, let, let me tell you what the corporate world's <laughs> really like. It's not like that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's so refreshing to have somebody who's not like cutthroat, really trying to dig in and fuck shit up for somebody else just for their own gain i mean i've heard a lot of people say that like, when they're teaching they won't show their good moves until until like somebody pays them for private lessons and i'm like that's stupid like if you're not showing your jujitsu then what are you showing are you showing them work like things that don't work you're or? showing them shit that they could get anywhere else <laughs> why would you not yeah like i don't know i just i feel like i, I just want to put out as much goodness in the world as possible so that way I can get back some goodness, which I'm, I mean, I'm thankful for the people, like I said, the people that I've got in my life and the things that have happened because I've been less than deserving at times, but so I'm trying to definitely put that back out there. Well, I, I mean, you're doing awesome things. I mean, I'm super pumped to have sat down and had this conversation with you. I mean, like this, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew what, what kind of impact you were making, um, essential, essentially before you did. Um, <laughs> I think everybody did. 
I, you know, I, I've seen the things that you're doing. Um, I mean, you're, you're hosting open mats with some of the other badasses, yeah. um, which is incredible. And let's definitely give a shout out to that. Like you're Olivia doing. Williams. One... Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Yeah. No, it's... it's an amazing individual. Um, and, and you're hosting one coming up, um, March 31st, 31st yeah, at West side, um, West side MMA in Little Rock, Arkansas, Hillary Williams. She's the lead black or the female black belt there. And, uh, and she actually, man, she reached out to me about getting it started, and I was like, "Hell yes, let's do this thing." That's a compliment so, itself. Right? Somebody and I was like, "Wow, Hillary wants to do open mats with me." Heck yeah! Hell yeah! Well, I'm super pumped to have had you on here. Um, I'm, I'm super pumped to have had you as the first person to kind of cross over from my jujitsu and everything because. And and again, it, it genuinely is because I see the positive impact you're making, whether or not you see it. Uh, but at the same time. Um, I I know, I mean, just from being in my job, my experiences, my, you know, just the network that I have, like, there's not many women like you. Um, and that alone should be a compliment. I hope it is a compliment. Um, I mean that as a compliment. Um, but yeah, and you're, you're doing incredible things. I'm looking forward to seeing all the great things you're going to accomplish, both, you know, in martial arts and out of martial arts. Um, I mean, you're very... Uh, empowered, empowered, uh, yeah. Well, that beer, that bush is getting to me, I guess. Um, you're very empowered woman without being arrogant. Um, I've, I don't think I've ever, I would have ever classified anything I've heard you say or do as arrogant. Um, and that's like, that's very fucking rare. (laughs) There's so many like feminist bra burners who are like, fuck man, whatever. And you're just kind of like, look, I'm equal and I'm a badass. And, Hell yeah. I, I think anybody can, like, in any, whether it's feminism, whether it's, like, the whole racism movement, whether, no matter what it is, it's, like, people are extremists. And sometimes people like to just bitch to bitch about things. But whenever yep. you get down to the, the true people that are about equality and about, like, and we're all people. We're all in this together. No, nobody's getting out alive. Why not? Let's just <laughs> treat each other good while we're here. Yeah, don't, you know? don't take life too seriously and never <laughs> get out alive. laugh at yourself, you know? Like, I think it's just, it's important to remember that, you know, nothing is so serious that I can, that I have to like take the shit home with me and be sad about it or to be mad about it. You know? So I was out with a group of people, the guys from Jackson. And uh, I was like, so the guy, Mark Kreider, he, he's talking about just things being spiritual and just being, um, just trying to be a positive person. He's like, you know, the only reason, the only way you'll ever be let down by someone is if you expect something for your deeds. But I was like, man, I agree with that 100%. And one guy was like, well, you know, what if you're a waiter and uh, you bring them a glass of something and they just throw it away? I'm like, oh, man, maybe, you know, they're just having a bad day. <clears throat> and he goes, well, no, what if they're not having a bad day? Then I'd be like, well, you know what? That guy's an asshole and he's having a bad life, but it's not going to affect me. Yeah. Like, you don't have to... Whoops, sorry. Uh, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Smacking the mics over yeah. here. Like, you don't have to take that stuff home with you. And I think it takes true... It's much harder to love someone and to, and to be loving at all times than it is to, to be like, uh, I don't know, opposite. Yeah, just a dick about everything. Yeah, like like anybody can can take it too personal, but you don't know what somebody's going through. You don't know the shit that they have going on, or the struggles, or the, you know, they're they could have way more things than you could ever possibly imagine, and them just like giving you a, a look and not looking pissed off at you is is a is a um, task for them. Uh-huh. And so if I can make someone smile, if I can bring a little bit of positivity in their life, and let them know, like, dude, every, like not everybody is an asshole, and not everybody is. What, most of the time I'm an asshole, right? You could tell. There's good and bad <laughs> assholes. That's different. You know what I mean? Like, like it just—I don't know. If, like, 
it just goes back to the whole thing. Like I've I've been shown so much grace throughout my life that I it's I couldn't imagine not giving it back out into the world. That, I mean that, you know? that's incredible. It's, it's incredibly selfless and. and I know we grew up in the Bible Belt where people open doors <laughs> for everybody and they say please and thank you and all that shit. Yeah, but, but it's not Yeah, and I hate to say this, but like in the Bible Belt, like people have their own like uh, southernisms um, where it's like, you know, it, it's like, oh, that seemed polite, but that was really a fuck you. Like when I say, oh, bless your heart. Oh, yep, that's the, that's exactly <laughs> where I was about to go with that. Um, bless yeah, your poor little heart. It, that's so rare to have somebody who genuinely like cares about the goodness of others whether or not you know them yeah uh, i mean like yeah you, you, we, we go back to the kind of self-defense things like yeah, I, I could fuck you up but at the same time <laughs> i don't yeah i don't have to and at the same time i have no idea what you're dealing with yeah i think that all comes also to a self-awareness thing like knowing who you are knowing what you're capable of and then knowing what you value like your values and your beliefs like it it's it would be easy for me to like have if say if i had a void the, what, the one thing I'm going to be doing is walking around telling you all the great things that I've done in my life and all the accomplishments that I've had and what I could do, you know. But to be, like, truly complete is to, to have all that stuff going on and just being like, okay, well, what else can I do positively? What else can I make? What other cool shit can I make happen? You know? Hell yeah. <laughs> no, that's... Wow. That, that is, that's probably one of the best ways I've heard that described. I mean, I mean, you obviously don't feel like you have any voids. I mean, that's... Am I wrong in this? I mean, like, I, I want to continue bettering myself, but, like, yeah. at, at this moment in my life, I just feel, I'm just happy. Like, I'm just complete and happy, and I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, force anything to happen. I'm not trying to make a life that, like, I, I'm just seeing what, I'm just going with the flow. So <laughs> That is both terrifying and impressive. I love it, though. I love it. Yeah, that's, Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, so when all this shit was going on, I reached out to a buddy in San Diego and uh, I was like, you know, asking if they had any contacts about like roommates that, or anybody that needed roommates. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go to California. I don't know. And uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I applied to the a the UAE and I was like, I, I would uh, go work there. And he was like, oh, I got a contact there too. So I sent my resume in and uh, I haven't heard back yet, obviously. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I'm going to be in Jackson, so I'm not going to be going to the Middle East to... <laughs> Because they'll, they'll take brown and black belts, and you could teach curriculum over there. So I was like, I'll just go for a year and just work over there. Like, just yes to everything. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. Not, not everything. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I wasn't going to go. Reason. I wasn't going to go down that road. But, you know, I was like, yeah, professional. We'll, yeah. we'll keep it that level. But yeah. um, the UAE is a good place. I mean, it, I mean, it's a little bit different. I mean, I don't know how. <laughs> yeah. They're not as um, <clears throat> open to women as we are. But, but at the I same, would be like, what's up, guys? Yeah, but but at the same time, you'd you'd still be the the same positive influence yeah. that we have here. I mean, yeah. and uh, I'll tell you this: no one's gonna fuck with you over there. So, <laughs> I mean, they think they would, but they'd be in for a, a hard lesson. I just, I don't know. I keep saying the same thing over and over. It's <laughs> positive. I feel like such a hippie right now. I'm like, love everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Self love, all these no, great things. I mean, it really is. It, it kind of comes down to you know when. Um, you know, you you have to love yourself before you love anything else. Man, that's so true. That's I, so true. It, it, it sounds, and again, I, I totally get that. It sounds like a hippie thing to say, but <laughs> but at the same time, like you aren't capable of understanding some the love somebody else has for you until you can understand yourself. Right. 
And the thing is, like, you, you're not capable of giving somebody that type of love. Ab- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I think a lot of times what we'll do in relationships, and, and not just like a, a, a um, love interest, but even friendships. Yeah, like, any kind of relationship. Any kind yeah. of relationship. Whatever you're missing or whatever you want from someone, you'll try to be that, and then you'll expect that in return. Instead of looking at whoever you're speaking with or whatever kind of friendship you're in or relationship, I'm thinking, like, man, you know what? I genuinely care about this person for who they are, and I want to make their life better in the aspects like I want to do what I can to, to like to you know to not fund but uh to help them. <laughs> I ain't got it like that. No, you you do you. <laughs> like to help them accomplish what they want to accomplish. To to empower them to take those risks to make those achievements to put their their stamp on the world. And so if you can get two people that are mutually uh, I don't know, excited for each other, they can do that. That's a true relationship. That's two people that are like you know good. But yeah. a lot of times we we selfishly look for someone else to fill something that we're missing, and that's where the relationships just go down. Yeah, and and, and that's it's actually like a that's that's a real thing. It's called uh, mirror imaging. It's yeah. ba- it's basically like you know I'm going to be who I want you to be for me. Yeah, and that um, and then I'm going to get mad at you when you're not the person. <laughs> yeah, so obviously that causes problems. But at the same time, like it, it's very selfish in the sense of like you know like. I'm not who you need me to be yeah. because I'm trying to be myself. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's, that's an, that's crazy that you understand that. Like that, that to just from all the things that you've done and been through and have gone and I'm going towards. Yeah. And that's insane. Most people don't under, ever understand that. I mean, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm definitely, I'm still learning at all times. We're all human. <laughs> you know? It is what, like I said, whatever I could do to just make the place a little bit better. Well, I, I, I genuinely believe that you're going to keep doing that. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing all the amazing things you have coming. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super pumped. I hope I, you know, selfishly hope you do not move to California or the UAE because I, I want to sit here and watch your journey as well, just in the local Memphis yeah, area. I'm so excited about it. Like one thing that. Um, a buddy of mine is starting like a, a, a thing for inner city, uh, inner city kids. How do you say that? Yeah. Yeah. Just to get them out. And so I want, I want to help as much as I can get that started. I just, I wish I, I wish I was a millionaire so I could like give every, well, oh, not a billionaire because a million dollars isn't that much anymore. <laughs> well, you know, I just want a shit ton of money. It's yeah. a lot of money. But I feel, like, I feel like if I had a whole lot of money, then I would just, I would buy my friends everything. Hell yeah. Like I'm not a materialistic person. And so... I give like a. There was a girl that trained with us, and like I, I would just give her all of my my training gear, and I was like, "Oh, I don't use this here. You can have it. It'll fit you." And so I just give all my stuff away because I don't need it at the time. So I'm like, "Yeah." I mean. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> no, you. I I mean I get that. It's um, it's one of those things like you're you're really you're really quick to help out those who are I don't want to say less fortunate, but still coming up on there. You you want other people to grow as much as you've grown. Yeah. I, like, I legit want people to just be awesome. Yeah. Just be awesome to each other. Yeah. It doesn't cost anything. Just know? be a Kayla Patterson and we'll be good. <laughs> like, everybody be like me because I'm awesome. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay. No. You're not going to edit this one either, are you? Oh, absolutely not. No, none of this is coming off. Um, oh, God. Yeah, we're going to sit here with the whole thing. Well, yeah, um... I definitely don't want to keep you too long. I know you've you've basically done back to back. Oh, are we, are we diving into another <laughs> I was beer? Going to, if you have time, I will talk to you all night. I've got time. 
Let's do this. Crack open another I'm beer. I'm literally a gypsy person. Right Fair enough. So crack open another beer. We're doing this. Do um, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like moving forward with everything that you've got going, like um, as you chug a beer. No judgment. I'm a country girl. I mean, you, you know, you do you. Um, but yeah, I mean, like moving forward with everything, like. Uh, you know, I, I know I've asked you, like, what do you see coming up? What do you see going forward? Um, but, I mean, like, what are you really wanting? I, I mean, like, because you, uh, you're very unselfish in a lot of ways. Uh, but at the same time, like, you know, where, where are you seeing yourself in five years, ten years? I have no idea. <laughs> really? <laughs> no idea. I mean, like, I, so. Uh, I feel like every time I try to plan shit, it does not work out. So okay. now I'm just kind of like, hey, you know what? What the hell ever? Oh, whatever. Let's just see what happens. I, I mean, like, you're, you're so you're a brown belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, um, which I, I've got to kind of backtrack for people who are going to listen to this who have no idea what Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> is. Um, it's so, like ninja shit. Yeah, it's, it's like ninja shit. But uh, <laughs> so if you think of, like, karate, um, I could walk into a karate dojo and have a black belt in a year. Um, I've been doing this for the better part of 15 years, 14, 15 years, kind of on and off grappling. And I've got the third out of five belts. Um, actually, technically out of six belts. But um, And you've got the fourth. And you've been doing this as long as me. Uh, so this is not like, a, like hey, I'm going to go learn how to kick people in the face and call it a day. So you will obviously, hopefully, um, I have faith, going to be a black belt soon. Um, I, I mean, like, yeah. we're, so I know you're nomadic right yeah. now. Let's the way I can think of saying that. Nomadic. Um, Homeless. <laughs> I mean, yeah, gymless, whatever. Uh, I mean, like, glory, like, so the glory guys have totally had my back. And I've, okay. I've, I've kind of landed with them. So. so you've adopted them. Well, they've adopted me. They okay. Me Fair enough. Yeah, so so I, I'm definitely there. All right. All right but so, they're open to my, my continued gypsiness of, of cross training. And again, that that's that's pretty rare. Like so rare, it's super super rare. Yeah, most people do not like. Uh, and, and I found this a little bit, especially with podcasting and competing at the same time, and do like most people want you to represent their name. Yeah. And like because well, they want the advertisement, they want you to. Yeah. They want they want you to acknowledge them instead of being like, dude, it's jujitsu. Like nobody owns the art. It's all, you know. I'm just but, yeah. Whatever. whatever. Well, have you have, have you run into any problem? I mean, not obviously. Glory guys seem to be pretty amazing, yeah. but have you run into any problems as far as like you've you've come up in like one area, one gym, one you know, and like now you're has anybody given you shit? You're a brown belt. That's like that's 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 legit. <laughs> so, you don't no, don't fucking hand out brown belts. <laughs> like as far as me visiting other schools, have I, have anybody given you shit? I mean, either or. You know, whether visiting or like calling one your home. No, not like so. I think that like the uh, the politics side of it is a, is between usually the like the top the, the lead people. Those the politics comes there, but a lot of the schools that I've been to have been they, they don't have those old school black belts or the mm-hmm. you know the ones that have been around forever, and so they are much more open to cross training and they're much more open to the community of it versus it's an us versus them kind of thing. You know, and, and, and even like a like Midtown Grappling Academy, dude. Like Alex has been his name's Alex Meadows. He's a awesome black belt. He's a, he's one of Marcelo Garcia's first black belt, second black belt, I think. 
That's it. Yeah. So to have that in Memphis is incredible. It is incredible. Yeah. And so like, so we, I trained under him for the, when I first started, like he was one of my, my main coaches and then there was a split that happened and we didn't talk for a little while, you know, like I was dating the Joel, the other black belt. And so I never, I never really cross trained. We broke up and then uh, I kind of left Memphis and I, Hillary, Hillary Williams, the girl, she contacted me about making the open mat. And so I was like, hey, Alex, I'm coming in town. Can I train? And he was like, absolutely, always. Of course you can. And so even him being one of the, like, old school guys, he, he's open to the, the cross training. He's just saying, hey, you know, come train. Just come work out. Just come come be a part of it. And so it was really cool to see that aspect kind of being implemented into, into a traditional, I guess, school. I, that, I mean, yeah. No, that, that really is. I mean, I, I deal with some politics just from, like, having a fucking talk show a podcast <laughs> like um and people get pissed what off politics. yeah fuck that um but i i mean like yeah it, it, first of all that's incredible like that that's not a normal thing it's totally not normal. um but I, I mean like do you see that kind of like uh in, in the outside not necessarily of that gym but like in I know that, like, in the guy's world of MMA and uh, jiu-jitsu and all this stuff, like, it's one way. But, like, in my head, I would hope, I don't, I'm not saying this is true, but I would hope that in the kind of, like, the women's world, like, where we're all wanting it to grow, is the politics still there? I don't feel like it is, no. Okay, well, that's good. I feel better. (laughs) I think it's not there because most of the women that I have competed against, I have, um, also trained with you know like we're friends with so i think that just because there are so many so fewer of us around that we you never really had the like uh the separation if that makes sense yeah that's that's pretty i mean and uh, i <clears throat> we were just part- smarter than you guys so we okay. got it right from the beginning fair enough i was worried about being sexist but you know you guys are right so <laughs> we were right you know yeah but, but i think it's, it's still so awesome because it's like it, it allowed us to be able to cross train way before you guys were able to, you know. That, That's fair. <laughs> that I mean, no one's going to tell you no. <laughs> it, you know, I've, I've had I've had people tell me, like, uh, like when I knew that Purple Belt was coming, I had to kind of, like, go roundabout way of asking a certain coach in my past, like, hey, if I still come train with you guys and this guy happened to have promoted me, is that a big deal? That's so stupid. Like, I, hey, yeah. if we all on the same page of what jiu-jitsu is and like where it came from if one person is a black belt and they got the black belt from somebody that the community says oh i got this black belt who gives a fuck on who gave you your belt it is a piece of cloth yeah like, i hate stripes and i hate like i don't understand like, like i understand accomplishments and like you're excited for it and all those things but dude, it's a piece of cloth it does not matter everything yeah. that you do translates from you Oh yeah, I um, fuck yeah, yeah. But that's it's not even that's not even. I got a little bit emotional on that. No, no, I totally. I'm very emotional about this because like this is a big thing for me. It took me entirely too long to get a purple belt. Not that I feel like I'm an amazing grappler, but I was a purple belt long before I was actually a purple belt. And uh, and I, I see that a lot. Um, I, I see it a lot in my friends who are incredible yeah. grapplers, who are white belts. Yeah. Because of fucking politics. Right. Um, there, so the guy uh, Logan, I was saying, he he did the wrestling clinic. So we were talking about this, and it was like it just it doesn't like the the, the time rules don't make sense. Yeah, yeah, it, it, uh, yeah. And so no. I was like, dude, I agree with you, but you know, I can't. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just I, I mean, I'm a big thing, and, and politics kind of like I mean, it, 
we call it politics for a reason because it's yeah. like, and I, I jokingly said this earlier, but you know, you think like presidential elections are bad. Try going into a fucking <laughs> jujitsu gym, like a like a hot it's like so stupid. Oh my god! So I I think that like your wrestling background should, um, you, you should be recognized for that because yeah, that's also a extent. form of grappling. You know? Yeah. Obviously, there's some different techniques, there's some different positions, but the you. You've got to be benefited from that also. Because I think he said he was like 13 years into wrestling and he's a blue belt. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. I, was, I was giving him so much shit about me being about. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll rank you. <laughs> so, oh, shit. But the thing is, like, he know, he probably knows just as much, if not even, you know, a little bit more. But like you said, I don't know, politics. I mean, it's it's just, I'm not, I don't know. I studied politics. I'm obviously getting my PhD in there. I'm really focusing more on counterterrorism. Yeah, but no, at the same sorry t- about that. It is what it is. <laughs> Uh, but, but that's the thing, like, I'm really, um, man, I'm going to sound like such a fucking anarchist right now. Um, I really hate the idea of politics, um, and just in general. Um, and that, the that's, fact that being a politician is a career is stupid in my opinion. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, like I, I get the point. So yeah, exactly. Dude, we, you know, we can jump into this. This is some deep ass shit. My opinions and get paid lots of money for it. Yeah, okay. So, sign me up. Po- yeah. Oh my God. I can argue <laughs> with the best of them. I might as well have been a lawyer. Fuck. Like, uh, the, the politicians, like in general, like going back, you know, to when America started, like there was a civil service. Yeah. Like it was a, you were serving other people. Right. Like, so, you know, fast forward now, we look at, like, American politics, like, and I'm very, very, very central, um, which is, which to most Southern Americans, like, South, in the South, not, like, <laughs> South Americans, but, like, in the South, Bible that means, belt. yeah, in the Bible Belt, that means, like, oh, you're liberal. No, fuck off. I'm central. Um, I'm not liberal at all. I'm not. You seem artist. Yeah, it fucking is what it is. But, um but I, I mean, one of the things that like, you know, politician really is kind of synonymous with and it should have been always synonymous with, with is that you are a civil servant. And <coughs> when it comes to gyms and just what politics has transcended to, like I mean, people tend to forget what this is really about. This has yeah. nothing to do with who you are, what you represent, what you think is real. This is about the people that you're you have under right. you. Right. And, and same thing, gyms, martial arts, you know, fucking presidential, whatever. It's all the same shit at yeah. the end of the day. It, you need to be representing the people that you really care about. No, absolutely. And, like, again, that comes from being, like, a selfless person. But people, politicians, obviously, are not selfless people. Right, to, it's all about Yeah, for image. the most part. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I will agree with you to, to 99% just, of the time. Like, to me, it is so stupid. Like, like. Grants are given to people. Like government funding is giving to these people to like put on a show of their best selves and then give you their opinions. When what the hell does that change? Nothing. It yeah. does no good whatsoever. It's like like I, I might piss a lot of people off by saying this, but I have I've never voted because it's not um, going to do any good whatsoever. I mean, I mean, yeah. D- depending <laughs> on so, and what's crazy about that is just being in political science, like. Um, so the, and you know what, I'm not mad at you about that. And everybody that is pissed off that's listening to this, let me tell you, go fuck yourself. Uh, well, yeah, but here's the thing. Like, I know this, the most popular election and any, any election in America is the presidential election for good reason. You know, take a wild guess at how many, like what the percentage is of the population that votes in that. I'd say less than, less than 50. Oh, you're not even close. 14. 
25 percent oh on a good year. I, I, I did a big jump i was i was grasping oh no you're good you're good yeah no but but that's the thing 25 like, percent of the population so votes one in four people in the most popular election years vote so like i don't even want to give a shit all these like you know who it doesn't matter what side you're on i don't give a shit but like if you don't vote then fuck off stop talking of shit yeah, yeah so I don't, that's why i don't bitch about elections i'm that, like yeah. Exactly. It, it doesn't matter which election, and that's the most popular election. Most yeah. of the time, you know, you get these like kind of local ones, like state, or even like you know, we live in Shelby County, or I don't, or you don't, I do. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you know Whatever, <laughs> you know, we've had beer, it's fine. Um, you know, I do, you don't, uh, but at the same time, like even those, like those aren't even close to twenty five percent. So it, it's one of those things like people bitch and moan and whatever the fuck, like shut up. I don't care that if you haven't voted. That's fine. You're just one of the 75% of the population on a good day. (laughs) You're just normal. I don't know. I just... Like, I don't think that there's any truth behind the politicians. Yeah. I mean... I'm sure there's some good, genuine people that decide, like, hey, I want to make a difference, and I want shit to be better, but those people usually get cut out way early, and they're no longer in the whole... The run and the mix of everything. Yeah, and then we're just sitting here talking on a podcast about this shit. <laughs> For no reason whatsoever. Yeah, you and me are the same. no difference. <laughs> you, you and me are the same in that sense. So, you know, when it comes down to <laughs> shit like that, like, I mean, I'm literally trying to actively evolve later on in life into a politician that is a real fucking politician. Like, we, we say that America, and I'm just about to fucking rant. But, uh, <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, let's Go. do this. All let's, in. Uh, you know, we say that America is like a democracy. America's not a democracy. It's a republic. Um, if it's a democracy, then every single person's opinion would matter. But it doesn't fucking matter. It's the same thing across the board when it comes to that. You know, from the, you know, not that this is a low level, but like from the the level that doesn't necessarily matter to a lot of people, like the gyms and those politics and whatever the fuck. Like, they don't care what everybody else wants to do. But it's the same thing as a country. Like, most people don't give a shit what we want to do. Like, they're going to do their own thing. Right. So, uh, yeah, I get you. I mean, I, I I would like to say that there's probably a good maybe 10% of politicians that are, like, really good people. Like, what pisses me off so bad, and, and I don't get emotional or, like, angry about a lot of things, but what just, like, I do not understand my, the fibers in my being. is like, how how is it that part of the world does not even have clean drinking water? Part of the United States does not even have clean drinking Flint, water? Flint, Michigan, fuck off. Yeah. yeah. I like, get you. How is that possible? But yet, Donald Trump could shut down half of New York City just because they were driving to his place. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I mean, it, like, how is that even possible? As a, as a human person, how, as a human being, like, th- there's other humans living in shitholes, and like, I don't get how that's still happening. Yeah, like, Hillary, the the woman I, the, I keep speaking about, she's also a physician. You gotta be careful talking about politics, Hillary. Hillary Williams. I got you. I knew you, man. So she's a physician. She made made a great comment. She was like, you know, there there was a woman whose six year old grandson died of leukemia. Like, with the medicine that we have now, with the technology we have now, children should not be dying of cancer. Like, how how does that even still happen in today's world? It it just makes no sense. Like, fucking Kim Kardashian or Kanye West or whatever they are. Like, all, all the money that they have, all these giant houses, like, it's so unnecessary. And, I don't know. I, I mean, I totally get, like, you know, I, I totally get it. And I kind of think that's a big thing when you talk about, 
you know how kids have cancer or people have cancer uh in this day and age with all the crazy shit that we have like uh, and to me like i can go on a whole different rant about big pharma um <laughs> i don't know it's that's ridiculous a- yeah, the, it, it does not cost that much money to make the shit that people need to get better. No, but, not at all. Yeah. But we can we can fucking waste a billion dollars on a political campaign, and it's not me targeting like Trump or anybody or Bernie or Hillary. But the thing is, okay, oh. social media is free. Yeah, free ninety nine. So free, like you don't have to spend that much money to get the word out there. Donald Trump makes a tweet, and every single person in the world knows about it. Yeah. Like, you don't have to spend a million dollars to campaign. It's not necessary. It's a bunch of made-up freaking bullshit that people use for, to, for their personal agendas to push. Like It's marketing at its best. But, like, like I don't... I, like, the, the humanitarian in me, like, I don't understand how people are okay with, I don't know, child rides. And that's another oh, thing Jesus, that we yeah. can jump into. Like, like, so much shit's happening in the world. And, like, America is so selfish that we're just looking at it from... Like, oh, what, what did Kim Kardashian do today? Or... Oh, see, but that, and that's the thing. Like, you know, we talked about, um, I'm, I love that it took us this long to get into some deep shit. Like, most people are going to listen to the first, like, hour of this and be like, well, that was kind of, <laughs> you know, deuce out. They're going to be some good shit. Um, but but that's really kind of the kind of the big picture of, you know, us talking about leaving the South and leaving, yeah. like, you know, your gym and this, you know, this, that, and the other. But, like, it, until you've seen the, like, shit parts of the world, like, you're just kind of like, ah, it's over there. It's not real. Dude, but it's so real. And, like, I haven't seen the shit parts of the world, but, like, the world. The world. world. You know, world, whatever. Whatever it's called. Like, I haven't seen that, but but I know that it's real. Like, Hillary Williams, the Black Book, I keep talking about her. She's big into, like, saying, you know, we're all here together. We're, like, we, we're in it together. If like she She's a big campaign uh, or a big advocate of this website called Be The Match. Which yeah. basically, I think we talked about this a little bit about like stem cells or no. Oh no, we haven't, but let's dive into that. Okay. Hell yeah. So like basically you sign up online, they send you a kit, you swab your cheek and it, and they're like, if you match with someone, then you can donate stem cells. You can donate like basically whatever the person needs. Like from bone marrow and yeah, oh. all that stuff. Hell and yeah. it's not even like a huge ordeal anymore. I think that they could do it through IV. She, really? She was, she was talking a lot about it. Like yeah. Platelets and that's yeah, incredible. And it's like, they, like, like but but one and I think four hundred and sixty seven people actually match with someone else. So it means that the people that are donating are so small. The pool is so small, and all it takes is you signing up. They send you a free kit and you drop it back off. And then if you get matched up, whatever you take some medicine. It makes you feel shitty for a couple of weeks. And then if you can match, then you go help whatever child or excuse me, like whoever is in need. From you being a healthy human being, you can now better their life. Yeah. It's like why why are we not doing more of that to help people? I don't know. I'm going to feel yeah. shitty for a few weeks just, you know, from drinking. So, yeah. So, like, why, why not do just the, the little things that you could do in life to just, just make somebody else's life better? Like, the whole, like, organ donor thing. I'm absolutely an organ donor. If I died and I in a car crash, yes, please take my body and make somebody else's life better. Hell yeah. Hopefully it's a worthy, deserving person. I, if not, shit, that luck was bad. I've got but, a DNR for the same <laughs> reason. Like, dude, yeah. like I, if I'm dead, dude, I'm dead. Like, Chill like, out. <laughs> give my body to science. Help make the world a better place. Like, yeah. we, I don't know, just, we, we're legit, we're all in it together. There's no reason to be driving, like, million-dollar cars. It's stupid. Yeah. Especially when there are children in other countries that cannot even drink water. Like, the most basic human rights that people don't have. Like, you know. We're sitting here talking into microphones, listening to each other in, in uh, headphones. Like, it, it, it's, it's a privilege that a lot of people are not thankful for. They're, they're not happy that they have it. No, it, it, and, and 
And you're right. And I, uh, again, like, I, I feel like I have to say this probably once every podcast I do on this on Rye Whiskey, but I'm the most bleep blue patriot there is. I mean, I've fought, um, I've done crazy shit for this country. Like, I, I'm very proud to be an American. But the thing is, the with that pride comes this sense of responsibility. Like, yeah. we are, I mean. That's what America wh- was founded on. Right? <laughs> And whether you like America or you think fucking whoever's going to take over, like we are the superpower of the world. Yeah. Which the, the comes... reason you can think that is because you're in America. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is, like, there's there's a certain level of like uh, altruism that most people never understand. Like, you know, we get pissed off because, like, I don't know, like some dude didn't Venmo me for the pizza I fucking ordered. Like, <laughs> dude, fuck off. Like, that's one of those things, like, uh, you know, who who gives a shit? Yeah. That's I, so stupid. I, I mean, like, like it, we could be helping so many other people. I mean, I've seen parts of Africa that are just just horrible. I mean, I've seen horrible things. Like, I've, But we could absolutely be taking your mindset and helping out and doing as much as we can for other people and applying that directly for pennies on the dollar. And which, like, I, but I, so, I keep hitting my little microphone. No, you're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just don't, don't uppercut it. Don't break it. We're good. But, like, I, I just, I don't know. And, and I can do so much more than what I do. Like, I, I'm critical of myself on that, on that aspect. Like, I know that there's more that I could be doing. But, like, how is it possible that, we, you know, the, the, people, the, people's, the people in Hollywood, like, you spend millions of dollars to make a fictional movie. Oh yeah. I love stupid comedy and I'm so thankful that they exist because I laugh at them like on a daily basis. But like <laughs> the amount of things that, that could be done, like, like Ashton Kutcher, I don't know if you've, do you follow him at all? Yeah. He's, he's, he's gone against, um, trafficking. Like the, yes. Human trafficking. Yes. Specifically with like the children. Yes. And that's incredible. How, how is it that you can go to Asia and you can buy a child and do that with them? How is that possible in today's world? I I mean, yeah, I, I don't even know. I, that, that's just one of those crazy things that, like, I, I mean, it's not even Asia. Like Africa, you can do it. I mean, you could you I could just use Asia. I don't know. But yeah, no, no. I mean, but, Sorry. <laughs> no, you could. Um, no, I, I I totally get it. Like, it, it, it's just one of those things. Like, you shouldn't. Here's the thing. When it comes to money, like I, I'm, uh, I'm incredibly against socialism. Um, I mean, like that is one of the things I lean a little bit more right on. I don't think socialism works. Um, just from studying like Marxism and everything, it is a step in the direction of Marxism. At the same time, I will kind of contradict myself in saying that there is a finite amount of money that you really need, that any person really needs. And after a certain point, like you absolutely should start to help others if you don't then yeah you're a dick like i'm sorry buddy like don't be wrong i want to make all the money in the world too but at the same time i'm not gonna be a dick with it what do you mean by like a certain amount that you need so what what constitutes as you needing that amount um well you you know i mean there's uh there's a study this guy um i think his name is thaddeus russell he did and he uh he he talks about how essentially you don't need more than what the one percent of the world makes, which is about uh, in, in American dollars, it's about uh, forty five thousand dollars a year, um, a year per year. Uh, past that, you don't need anything. Now, I don't believe that. Um, I, I think that is a very good statistic. I think that um, a lot of people will actually uh, benefit from that. But at the same time, like 
there there's a certain amount like forty five thousand dollars don't get me wrong i've lived off of forty five thousand dollars it's not really fun um and it's not it's not horrible but at the same time there's there's more that i feel like i need to be fulfilled so what what do you consider a necessity <sighs> man i don't even know Are we going way uh, too deep right here no no you're good we can go as deep as we yeah um because like a necessity and the needs for forty five thousand dollars that's in a lot of the, like certain parts of the world, that's a lot of money. Like you need food, you need to be able to wash yourself, you need healthcare. Like you need those are the things that you need. You know. Yeah, and you don't uh, need to have a nice car. You don't need to have the newest phones. You don't need to have like. No, I, basically, you need nutrition and you need healthcare. Yeah, you. I mean, exactly. No, I. I I'm gonna I, go caveman on you right now. No, you're <laughs> fine. No. Um, I guess uh, I'm more talking about like an emotional need, a, a need of fulfillment. Like, so, so um, go, go with just like the physical needs of what what a human being. Oh, then then Thaddeus Russell is absolutely right. It's about forty five grand. Not even that much. Like, it's. I mean, yeah, I, I think he he, con- he kind of throws into there a couple statistics about um, like mental health when it comes to. Um, but the only reason that okay, I'm gonna like go way off track right now. Oh, you're good. The only reason yeah. you need that amount of money is because. The amount of that it costs for you to get the care that you need is astronomical to what it costs for people to be able to provide that care. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, like, and don't get me wrong. Again, I'm not going to go against capitalism on this because I think capitalism is a great thing. But at the same time, there is such thing as a monopoly, and there are a lot of monopolies that this world has that do, like, for it's, example, it's all created out of just like stupid human greed. Like, yeah, if we could just be decent people to each other, none of that shit would exist. Absolutely. No, I, I, I feel you on that. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I totally get it when it comes to like human greed and, you know, this, that, and the other. Like, um, I, I see it every day. Uh, you know, being a financial planner or a financial advisor, like, there's certain things that you could absolutely be doing for yourself or your family, but you, at the time, you don't want to sacrifice that certain amount of money. And that's a very, very small picture of what you know, Americans are like, and I say that again, being the most blue, blue patriot there is, we have a a level of luxury that, uh, we just genuinely do not understand. We could be helping a lot more people. The the fact that I'm a female that gets to go wrestle with men, that's a luxury that the rest of the world, world, but like, like any other place, your hair's down right now. Yeah. And you can see my face like this is, yeah. And it's just, you're wearing a tank top. It, exactly. <laughs> You'd be murdered for that some of the places. That's ridiculous. Like how, I don't know. I just feel like there's so much more that a society that we could be doing. Absolutely. <clears throat> there goes my vape again. Uh, but no, absolutely. And I think that's something really big. And, um, you know, we, I don't know if you want to talk about this or not, but we're just kind of briefly talking off air about this. Yeah. But, like, um, I think that along with politics, which is an incredibly passionate thing that people talk about and get really pissed off about, let's <laughs> just call you know a spade a spade. Um, religion is another thing. Like I, I am Christian. Um, I do not consider myself to be like an active member of like any certain church or this, that, and the other because um, I, I think that the church is a is a really kind of asshole thing it's to a do. Mechanism. It, it is like I, I can believe what I want to believe. And I can learn how I want to learn, and I don't need some asshole who's getting paid certain amounts of money to to tell me how to do that. So, like, I I'm not. I'll go ahead and put it out there. I'm not a. Uh, I've gone to church, and you know, I was raised up in yeah, church. There's no judgment, trust but, me. But uh, like, I'm not well enough studied into the biblical side of 
the history of, of anything. Uh, there's a lot of things that I don't know about the Bible and about God and about hell. And I'm yeah. doing the air quotations for the people that can't see me. There's a lot of things that I don't know. So all I can base that off of is what I do know and the opinions that I have of what I've been told. And, you know, yeah. <clears throat> I just, I feel like it's, it's the whole going back to being in the Bible Belt part of things is like, we, it's a controlling mechanism. We are taught from such a young age, like, oh, you have to do all these things. Otherwise, you're going to be eternally tortured for a, forever, like, which is eternal. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I mean, and it's not, um, to me, and you said this uh, as well, and I'm going to kind of, you know, kind of piggyback off of you. Like, um, it's like a weird form of Stockholm Syndrome. Um, that's from uh, Mark. He, we were talking talk about today. He, was, he made the comment about that, and I was like, man, it's so true. Yeah, I shouldn't be guilted or forced into any you know, way of believing. Like, um, a lot of people will say that, you know, I'm more agnostic or I'm more this, that, and the other. Like, I believe what I want to believe, and right. and I, I found the truth in that. I found the the comfort in that, and, and I'm, I'm comfortable in that. Yeah. But at the same time, I was fortunate enough to be born into this um kind of like how you're born into being an american yeah. like, can't help that yeah won the lottery shit like <laughs> awesome job for you yeah it's just it's so odd like uh i don't know unless you've experienced the bible belt you probably won't get it but the fact that like we're even sitting here talking about this was gonna piss a lot of people off don't give a fuck you know? <laughs> but, like, it's, it's part it's of this like, podcast but never once have i like I've always been very open about my beliefs, and I've always I've always questioned everything. Like how how can you tell me that there is an almighty being that is like a that's a father like that will is all forgiving, merciful, and all these things? However, if you say eh, I don't believe in you, then I'm going to be cast into to the fiery pits for eternity. Yeah, that, those two things don't they don't go together. Well, I, I grew up um, very much Southern Baptist, which is um, us. Uh, I some ex- understand. Yeah, it is what it is, and um, well, so, I mean, like one side of my family was very Southern Baptist, one the other side of my family was very Catholic, um, and two vastly different things in the same religion. And to me, that's like, all right, well, right off the bat, like <laughs> um, super complex. <laughs> yeah, you guys have. Yeah, you guys so confused. Overcomplicated something that doesn't need to be complicated. I mean, I believe what I want to believe, and I think that that alone is right. And um, you know, I'm going to do what I'm going to do uh, within a certain set of morals and boundaries. And I think that past that, like we all have our own morals and boundaries that we're all raised to believe, and that alone is really what kind of gets us to things. Um, you know, when it comes to not that America is a religion, could argue, could argue that, but. Um, <laughs> But just being an American, like, um, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed. Uh, obviously, I have these podcasts. I do um, a bunch of beer, apparently. But, um, I, you know, I have all these great things that um, I've kind of fallen into and I've, I've worked hard for, don't get me wrong. And a lot of people have, and especially in capitalism, a very big capitalist. Um, but at the same time, like, it's not all for me. Um, you know, and I could use the very basic level of saying that, you know, my daughter, um, is really my, my driving force, um, or, you know, future family, future wife, whatever the hell that wants to be. But at the same time, at a very broad, broad stroking things, um, you know, some people don't have that. Some people don't have daughters. They don't have, they don't care if they have a family later on or not. Um, and to that extent, you don't need to be making millions and billions of dollars. I, you know, $45,000 is what it is. And that's what you 
you know, need to really get by. And that's what, you know, based off of market prices and this shit. But at the same time, like, I'd say if you're really making more, and and I'll, I'll give capitalism its due. Let's say that you're making more than a million dollars. At that point, you don't necessarily have to give the rest of that, you know, whatever else you make on top of that away. But, like, dude, you need to be doing something. I agree. Like, so I think everything comes to perception. Yeah. I believe in that 100%. And uh, at the same time that I don't, like, you don't need a lot of unnecessary income. I also, I want to also let people know that, like, I don't believe in lazy assholes just sitting around not doing anything. Like, if you're not, if you're not committed to the community and you're not making them better, you don't deserve to be helped. Like, you have to put into the community what you're trying to get out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, welfare to me, like, we could talk to for freaking days about welfare. Like, oh. I have so many opinions about that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like we're probably in line with that. Like, I think if you're on welfare, you should not be allowed to play the lottery. Oh, yeah. You yeah, yeah. If you have got, I don't know, X amount of baby daddies, you're going to be sterilized. Because... I mean... Like, no, no. Don't be wrong. I agree with that, but that's, like, <laughs> that's not a political thing that's ever going to happen. But, yeah. Whatever, like you had X amount of chances, unless like you were, whatever. No, I get that. I, yeah. I get, yeah. So like you know, you you, you can't pull like, out. <laughs> they're, they're like their birth control is free. You shouldn't be having all these X amount of baby daddies. But the the government has made it to the where if you are not a married woman and you've got children, they're gonna basically take care of you forever. You don't have to worry about anything. You shouldn't be getting steak and lobster. No. Like, dude, it pisses me off so bad whenever you're at the grocery store and somebody uses EBT, the EBT cards, and you see, like, bonbons and donuts and, like, all this bullshit Liquor, food. yeah. It's so stupid. Like, no, your children do not need that. Like, your children need good nutrition that the government is paying for you to have, and you're just pissing it all away. That makes me so angry. Like, what? And, and I think that's something that sets you kind of in your, your the way you've shaped your lifestyle and kind of going with the flow and everything. You're still willing to work your ass off. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of people who live that lifestyle, they, they don't have that drive. I, I mean, the thing is, like, yeah, capitalism, you can say yes, no, whatever the fuck it is. You know, um, religion, whatever the fuck. We could all, we could get into, dive into all these, <laughs> these crazy things. But at the end of the day, like, you still got to be able to understand that you're going to contribute. You have um, to contribute. Yeah, whether it's to your kids, to society, yeah. whatever the fuck. Like, you, you've got to, you've got to be doing something. You don't. There's nobody who is born into this that's like, yeah, I'm gonna get a free pass. Like, fuck off. Yeah, I work okay. my ass off. Like, I don't know. I just, I got, I got a lot of opinions on on the whole welfare thing, and then no, I, I, I think, but, but I think it all just comes back to being the best version of yourself that you can be. Because if we all strive for that, then in an ideal world, we would all be contributing, and then everything would be wonderful. Yeah, but, you know, human greed keeps us from being able to do that. Absolutely. So, like, you asked me a question. You asked me where, where do I want to go from here. And I think that where I want to go is just I want to continue to self-evolve and I want to continue to, to contribute and not focus so much on, like, what I can get out of situations and what I can do to make me better. Well, I want to make me better, like, for personal growth, but, like, not what's going to aid me, but how I can give back. And I think by me giving back, I will be given, if that makes sense. It's a really no. long way of saying just be decent. No, it, 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 no, I, I get that. Like, you know, giving back to people doesn't mean that anybody gets a free ride. Right. Um, and, and people don't understand that. So I think that the, the idea of welfare is really good in the essence that, like, if someone's down on their luck, help them out. Yeah. But it became a lifestyle, and that's where we fucked up as a 
Couldn't, couldn't agree with you more on that. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, absolutely. That, that's one of the big things, you know, I talked about socialism briefly. Uh, like, one of the things I don't really agree with when it comes to socialism or communism is, um, you know, in an ideal world, like, yeah, this probably would work, but we don't live in an ideal world. Yeah, um, pe- people, human greed, people will take advantage of it, and it's going to happen. It's a fact of life, um, and those don't work because of that. And I, and again, you know, back to altruism and everything, like, you you have a way of really giving back to people that still makes them earn it. Yeah, shit happens, and we get, you know, you, sometimes you get kicked in the teeth, and that sucks. It's really bad. Yeah, it's it's not a fun thing, but and you know what people and if you can't help it, then yeah, you deserve to be picked up and put right back on the same yeah. path. But like, you shouldn't be failing drug tests. I mean, like, it's another freaking exactly. Like, if you're if you cannot pass a damn drug test, you don't give welfare. Sorry, oh, like you don't. Completely agree. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree with that. I mean, like, even this, you know, people are like, oh, well, weed's half legal. It's like that's fine then. That, fuck it don't pass that drug test pass the rest of right. them should be doing crack like jesus all the mess yeah i mean the, there's a part of me that's been like you know what man we could be beneficial for me going to sleep and you know i totally get that like we could you know solve all these but there's never been a day in my life where i've been like you know what coke's the answer <laughs> you know what you should do go buy meth no. i'm good <laughs> like i think medical marijuana like my, so my mother is a cancer survivor and uh, the only this is before marijuana was legal. The only thing that would where she could eat is she would give her an appetite was she would get high, she would smoke a joint. And I never saw anything wrong with that. You know, I, I don't yeah. agree with like ex- excessive pill popping. And all the, no, I get all those that. Things. But I think you know, I think marijuana absolutely. It's, it's just like okay, we're drinking alcohol. Like it's same the shit, same shit. Yeah, the only reason that it's that we're, we're able to do it is because it's taxed. It's the only reason. Yeah. You know? If it was illegal, then guess what? You and I would be total assholes right now and could possibly be going to jail because there's alcohol yeah, here. Fuck it. But it, it's just the yeah, damn government. No, I I I get that. I mean, I, and I'm I'm a big like, um, I wouldn't say like I'm a big like marijuana guy. That's, it gives the <laughs> wrong connotation. I, I I'm very uh, open and supportive of you know like marijuana being a good thing. Um, like, how's tobacco legal, but marijuana is not? I, I you know, honestly, when it really comes down to it, like the answer to that is the fact that, uh, you know, back in whatever the, I think it was the 1800s, like hemp was a good replacement for, uh, paper, um, and, you know, things that came of that and the politicians and we go back to the politicians being kind of, you know, pretty fucking shady. Um, they basically, you know, some of them had paper mills and this, that, and the other, and like they were going to lose money. So they made it illegal. In the same way that alcohol was made illegal during Prohibition. Like, we solved that. Um, You know, since then, we had no fucking idea back in the day that marijuana could potentially have some great health things. Now I think it's uh, modern age, you know, paper mills. It's it's big pharma. Yeah. It's, you know, you talked about cancer. Um, You know, cannabidiol is clinically proven to inhibit cancer growth. Like, it's not going to cure your cancer, but it's not going to spread. Right. Like, that alone, that's worth it. it Shit. Be, it should be legalized, but it all comes down to the American greed of we have to, you know. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's you know, and, and I keep going back to this, and I say, you know, I'm, I'm a very big capitalist, and I think that's got a great place. That is actually capitalism at its worst. 
Um, and, and people will take that just like they'll take socialism. They'll take the communism. They'll take all this, whatever shit. And it'll be like, well, at its best and at its worst, these are two different things. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, fuck, this is America. <laughs> like we're free to do whatever the hell we want. Like, let's do whatever the hell we want for a little bit. And, um, let's see where that goes. And yeah, no, I love that we've, we've dove into these kind of conversations. <laughs> this is the complete opposite of what we we started this, this podcast at. So opposite. No, I'm like, totally cool with everything's it. Everything's positive. I want positivity. And like, I get pissed off about all these things. No, I, I get it. There's no excuse for certain things when it, you know, I, I totally get it. Like, there's there's no excuse for, you know, somebody coming in and like, um, you know, trash talking a certain professor, you know, in the gym because he does something a certain way. It's like, well, there's no excuse for, you know, Anybody being like, well, this isn't right, but I totally support the exact opposite. It's like, fuck off. But it's all about perception. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Perception is totally key. It it is. I think it's more about, um, and perception is a huge, huge thing here. um, But it's all really about, uh, you know, education. Not, Not like formal education, but more like. I think it's about being open to education. Yes. That. Yeah. No. Oh God. We got super hippie on you, real quick. No, you're good. Cause yeah, I can rant about this shit too. So like, if you're not open to understanding someone else's point of view or somebody else's lifestyle, then then it kind of hinders you in your own personal growth, in my opinion. Absolutely. And again, we can go back to being from the Bible Belt. <laughs> um, I love where I'm from, and I yeah. feel like I have to kind of caveat this every time I start this conversation. <laughs> you do. You're like, I love. I love being from Memphis. I love the part of the country I'm from. I think it's beautiful and it's awesome. And there's amazing people here. That being said, um, there's a lot of backward shit. Uh, it's, that's as polite as I can put it. Um, there's a lot of shit. Like people are just so stuck in their ways. And at the end of the day, it's like, dude, that's that's not that's not how life works. And and, and a lot of like the issues that that we see. Like, like the resolution is so simple. Yeah. Get, over, get the fuck over it. Like, okay. game on. Like, 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 I go back to the, the men in the South. They get so angry so fast, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's like this ego thing. And it's like, dude, it, you don't have to be mad about that. Like, whatever. Somebody passed you, like, somebody cut you off in, in the traffic lane. Okay. Why is that making you mad? What are you missing inside of your life that somebody that did that to you makes you so angry that you're like, Cussing them and flipping them out, like that doesn't that doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, why is that such a big Someone deal? Someone brake checked you, like it's cut in. Okay, yeah. be thankful that you didn't hit them. That would have sucked a whole lot worse if somebody's stopping on the brakes. You know? Yeah. Like, dude. you get a horn for, dude? <laughs> Voice your opinion. Get the fuck over it. Every car has a goddamn horn. But, but you know what I'm talking about? Like being in the South, like the men. I don't know. Like they're like. Extra egotistical. Yeah. yeah. I and you know, like in and yeah, no, first of all, I'm not gonna deny that. <laughs> Men are absolutely that way. But there's also I mean, there's actually a good portion of women that are like that as well. They're oh, so not, bad. Not necessarily egotistical, but judgmental. So judgmental. Like it's like if you're not the stereotypical <laughs> Southern Belle, then they're like, mm, did you see Cassie over there? What a poor the like, fact that I roll around roll around with men on a daily basis oh like, i can't even imagine what they say about you <laughs> oh my god you it's, must you must be like so bad. i don't even yeah wow but, but in my head i'm like oh it's just it's jujitsu we're just training like it's not you know i'm whatever. learning how to not have horrible things happen to me right well like people like 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 i said southern bells and southern gents it's, it's not the... i mean 
and and you know like and i don't want this to come across as like some southern bashing um <laughs> like i'm I'm very aware because i've lived here for you know the majority of my life um you know of how somewhat backwards the south can be at times but at the same time like you know i've gone to other parts of the world who are just like well I, you know i do this I'm like nope nope that doesn't work either <laughs> Um, you know, people who like go straight, like to the left side of it and you're like, whoa, 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 <laughs> like chill out. Um, you know, we have people who are like going crazy on gun control right That's now. That's stupid. Ban stupid people. Don't, don't ban like, you know, yeah. Like, you know, what's the easiest thing that's <laughs> like, let, the only time that political correctness could ever be correct is when you just look at stupid people and you'd be like, Hey, fuck you. <laughs> yes. At that point, we're good. Like, like. So one thing that I don't understand is like, you know what? Gun control. I don't understand how people think that that's going to solve the problem. Like, I mean, I wish I could remember the name of the, the, the interview that I watched. But um, basically the guy went through all these guns that were legal and people were like, uh, they're going after ARs, right? Yeah. And he, he listed all these other guns that could do just as much, if not worse, damage, but they look less uh, aggressive. And so they're not getting faulted. But it's like, if you, like, it, like if you say, hey, bad person, guns are illegal, don't pull it, don't, don't bring a gun in. <coughs> that does not do the trick. We, we've established that. Yeah. Know? And so one thing that I think is really interesting, and I don't know if you've was, witnessed it on social media, I get really, I talk really fast when I get excited. No, it's cool. I do too. <laughs> it's like, it's like um, one thing I saw was like the um, annual school walkout, and I saw someone cross it out and said annual school stand up. It's like, don't don't walk out. Go to the person sitting alone. Go to the person having a bad time. Go to the person that like obviously needs friendship. Give them that type of like community so they don't feel so alone where they want to go do stupid shit like kill a bunch of people. Yeah. Know? Like like get to know every, like all the people that you can and whenever I'm like, "You know what, man? Joe's kind of acting weird. Might come shoot us up. Let's go see what he's doing today." Okay, Let's first of all, <laughs> I wouldn't shoot anybody that I didn't know anyway. Right. Um but you know what I mean? It's like it's less about controlling the weapons that we have and more about the community that we're in. Absolutely. I think that there's something to be said about that when it comes to offering help over offering like a solution for the masses. Yeah. Help individuals. Don't punish them. Like, and and don't, this is super fucking weird for me to say because in the military, it is very like that's how you correct people. You punish everybody. <laughs> Um, and, and like to an extent that works, but those are, those are two completely different type of people. Um, you know, when it comes to the, you know, 330 million people we have in America at the same time, like you can't punish 330 million people about certain things based off of the, you know, the actions of 10. Um, we really do need to be helping. I I think a, a solution that no one ever talks about when it comes to that point specifically is, upping or upping the funding or upping whatever for mental health issues um yeah. I, because these people there's, there's not normal people who do that shit no yeah it's not you're not normal like like if i get mad the the last thing i think about doing is going and murdering a bunch yeah. of people that's not that's not a thing i i mean like i don't even want to hit people <laughs> no, right? like, like, and, someone punches like man are you having a bad day why, why did you do that yeah <laughs> let's talk about this I, absolutely and, and that's like on a basic level like you know i like seemingly from the outside i look like a very violent person like i yeah. counter terrorism i was an mma champion <laughs> like i practice jujitsu i coach like people be like yeah dude don't let him hit you but at the same time like when i get angry i don't want to hit people like that's <laughs> not what you do. That's healthy. That's what a healthy person does. 
And some people do not have that. And, like, for those people, they need help. It comes back to the community of it all about, like, just being a decent human being, caring about someone that's in your life, caring about, and they don't even have to be super close to you, but, like, caring about the people in the community that you're in, that's when things matter, you know? Like, just, just showing, like, hey, man, you're not alone. We're all in this shit together. Yeah. That that's the big difference. It's like banning a, a certain type of gun or banning all guns, it's not gonna make any type of crime stop. No. People, like it's not it's not gonna make crazy shit stop happening. But no. like you know, if you're obviously off your meds or whatever, and somebody that takes the time and, and acknowledges you and saying like, hey, you're obviously not okay. Let me talk to you. Then I'm okay. You know what, dude? You're all right. Let's go over to Lakeside, which is a mental institute, and let's evaluate you real quick because some shit's going on that probably should not be happening right now. You know, and a great example is, like, we don't blame world hunger on farmers. <laughs> like, true. you know, we, we, we produce far more fucking corn than anywhere else in the world, but at the same time, we're not turning around and being like, hey, you African kids that are starving, like, farmers. it's your own fucking fault. <laughs> Fuck farmers. Dude. <laughs> I agree with that 100%. Yeah. I mean, I'm all a big, um, you know, I'm a big Thaddeus Russell fan. Like, And I do, I did kind of go against him a little bit earlier when it came to his, um, you know, his 1% kind of guide of how much you need and this, that, and the other. But he, there is something, he, he wrote a book called uh, Effective Altruism. And I think there's actually a website. And I'm, I'm a big fan of that because it really comes down to, when people need help, you're not going to just going to be like, here's money. Let me throw it at you and pretend like you know how to do your, it's exactly. like, no, let me show you how to help. You have, so you teach a man to fish. You don't catch him a fish. You teach him to fish. Absolutely. And, and it, it, like I said, it boils down to just being a, a decent human being about wanting yeah. to make people better. Yeah. And, and, and I get people have problems and some people can't help it. And that's totally okay. Yeah. The thing is, I'm not going to sell you a gun. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna give you if you're if you're hurting and something's wrong with you be like dude look I'm gonna I'm gonna give you every bit of help I can I'm definitely not gonna give you something to hurt me with though yeah. I mean like and I agree like there, there could be stricter regulations on yeah. purchasing a gun obviously oh, absolutely I don't think anybody's arguing that if yeah. they are then fuck you you're the <laughs> other side of the problem exactly. like, like like fuck off like it's it's extremely easy to purchase a gun in the United States. Like that's obvious. Like yeah. there there are those own issues. But completely banning guns without addressing the other issues is stupid. Absolutely, it makes no sense whatsoever. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like a woman from my own heart on this one. Yeah, there's, yeah, absolutely. I I mean, and you you can't. I mean, oh shit. Like if you go to college, you get a just grade school. Who the hell hell cares? Like if you're failing. Yeah, maybe they'll come ask your parents, hey, what's going on with his home life? Right. You know, like maybe. But like at the end of the day, like your parents aren't taking your test for you, buddy. Yeah. Like you don't <laughs> don't blame the masses. Yeah. Yeah, shit. We could, I mean, and that's applicable to everything, you know, when it comes to, I mean, we've talked about like voting. We've talked about uh, world hunger. I mean, we've, we've talked about all these really big hot topics when it comes to that, like, no one, uh, so, and actively right now in this moment, um, very, very, very sensitive subject that I've actually talked about earlier today, um, there's bombings going on in, in Austin, Texas, like yeah. very, 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 uh, painful for me. That was, uh, you know, one of the things that, I, that I used to do is to try and find people who were doing shit like this. Um, uh, but, it, but at the end of the day, like, you know, most of these bombs are made out, like one of them was a tripwire. Um, uh, the most recent one at, 
to date, hopefully that this is the last one, but to date, the most one was a tripwire. I am not going to sue a string manufacturer <laughs> or a wire manufacturer. I'm not going to sue the government for right. creating claymores, you know, like, dude, it, fuck off. It, like, it all comes down to just being decent human beings. Like yes. You know, and, and like, I don't, I don't know the, the answer to those questions. I don't know why religious wars happen. I, I don't know any of those things. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not well enough versed into those topics to be able to argue any points that anybody's yeah. going to try to throw at me. But I do know that if every single person in the world just tried to be a better version of themselves, shit would be better. I, it, to, yeah. <laughs> and it may not be perfect, but it'd be better than it is now. <laughs> it'd be better. That, hell Maybe yeah. if we didn't try to kill each other, you know, based off of political religious views that don't even really matter in the end. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I mean and, and what's crazy is that um, we're just so willing to kind of accept some of those things. I, I, I mean... So willing. Especially being in the Bible Belt. You're just like, huh. Yeah, and and it's not just the Bible. I mean, yes, the Bible Belt has its own problems. Um, in, in the same way, I, I will say, um, kind of countering that, there's also, you know, the further away you go from the Bible Belt, doesn't matter if it's in the country or in the world. Like people kind of see the Bible Belt for a lot worse than it really is. We have our problems. Don't get me wrong, but like <laughs> we're actually better than people think. Um, but at the same time, like when you think of like the American government, one of the the big things that we do um, or that we did. Uh, we went and we cleared out Saddam Hussein, and we took all the uh, Sunni Muslims and we cleared them out. We're like, "Fuck all of you! We're not we're not going to deal with any of you. You're not none of you are going to hold power in Iraq." And we put the Shias in there. Well, at the same time, once we did that, we had this Sunni uprising um, that cre- you know basically everybody who was in power who could have probably done a good job if they were bipartisan or whatever the fuck they call it. Um, these people started to get funding, all the different things, and they created this new group called ISIS. Um, <laughs> so it's one of those things. It's like, dude, like you can't hate blindly, man. You yeah. got you, you can't stereotype anybody. You have to be able to look at somebody and say, hey, you, you know, you're a shit person or you're a good person. Like, and if you're shit, dude, get your shit together. If you're a good person, it's like, dude, look, let's make sure you're staying the same course. Like it, it's an individual thing that. No one in the world is good at, and I wish we really were. I, w- I wish we were more like you, where you're just kind of like happy-go-lucky, going with the flow. <laughs> I'm gonna feel, you know, like we, we need. Everyone to be, in the world should be like me, and it would be awesome. Yeah, we, nothing we get done. We just figure out how to choke each other, you know. <laughs> right. Like it. I don't know. I just, man, I, I feel like I don't. Know, I don't know how to make this come into into reality but i just feel like if, if all of us were just trying to be better versions and cared more about the people around us it would just be a better place it, and maybe i'm going gandhi i don't know whatever but like i'm just i try to be the example of that i try to just care no I, I, and that's a good way to be and it's not even that you know you're doing something that's just you know oh, holier than whatever the fuck but like i mean that is a great way to be i mean it, it's it's something that, like, I, I really, I struggle. I, it's a struggle for everybody. We all, we're all really, I, I think that, unless you're a fucking sociopath. Um, <laughs> Maybe I am, I don't know. Yeah, whatever, but I mean. <laughs> I'm totally not. <laughs> I don't, I don't feel, I'm not getting those vibes. Um, but unless you're a fucking sociopath, like, you, you, you actually do want that for most people. And, I, and I, I'm totally, I don't understand why people can't do it. I mean, I'm, I come from a crazy life where. If I if I can accept that, if I cannot hate, then shit, I don't care about anybody else's excuse. Yeah, 
But I wonder if it comes to like a self, like like overvaluing yourself, or like, almost like a like an ego, or, or even like on the on the opposite end, like undervaluing yourself. Like you think you're yourself. you're not worthy of it. Yeah, like like, like those two extremes, and maybe it's a hat like. I think a lot of really deep shit also in the midst of my, like, smelling like an idiot. Well, yeah, that's why we're doing this right now. Yeah, that's how we've gotten on politics right. here, yeah. But, like, it's, like, either you overvalue yourself or you undervalue, and so there's not really a, like, you're, you haven't valued just, like, your true self. Find that right? fine line, yeah. yeah. And so, like, the overvaluing is, like, oh, my God, it's, like, somebody treated me horribly. They're the bad person. They're awful. They're horrible. Someone undervalues me. It's, like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm, I'm an awful person. I'm, I don't deserve to be valued. And so... If we're undervalued, obviously we're going to be searching for someone to give us that value. If we're, wait, I said the backwards. If we're undervalued, <laughs> we're searching. If we're overvalued, then it's just like you're pushing everything away. When in reality, if you just check your shit, you could be helping someone else. Same thing for the opposite. If you're undervalued, instead of just looking for, for people to continuously fix you, check your shit and you could be helping other people. I, I yeah. Super just no no that that i mean that seems radical but at the same time like that's a very simple thing like you have to have your ego checked um and like not to come full circle back to martial arts or anything (laughs) that's a good fucking way to get your (laughs) ego checked walk into a gym think you're a badass you'll be reminded real quick you're not i don't know Um, like like i always say i'm I'm the forever student i I don't look at myself as like an instructor like i'm constantly trying to evolve myself and trying to learn because like like blue belts teach me things daily. Like white belts teach me things. I don't I don't look at someone as not being able to teach me something because we're all different. We all we all perceive things differently, and then like you know, we're different. That's just the basis of it. Yeah. And so if you if you can take that aspect of mar- of jujitsu or just any martial art, mainly jujitsu because it's the best one. <laughs> if you can take no that argument. and and if you can apply that into just your daily life, I think that it would just. What I'm trying to say is, everyone wants to train jujitsu, and just the world would be a better place. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to that, but, um, but I think that's, that's, and I kind of go back to why you know I really wanted you on here and your your outlook and some of the things that you've been doing, but but that that alone, that right there, that exact topic and that exact discussion is exactly why I, I knew I wanted you on here because. There are so many things that martial arts really brings to normal life, the everyday life that uh, they're applicable. And, and that's one of them is being able to look at yourself and be like, am I really doing the best I can? Uh, it doesn't matter it professionally, emotionally, uh, you know, spiritually, um, in a relationship, whatever the hell, uh, politically, fuck it. I don't care. We'll jump into that. We'll throw in those that can of worms, but um that's one of the things it's like you can't honestly say that you're doing you know the best you can unless unless you've been checked right i agree 100 percent. yeah 100%. and i mean and that's one of the, the best things about you know our sport and um not to you know say that's the end all be all but um you get checked really fucking quick <laughs> you do but i think it takes like a certain amount of strength and like self-awareness to be able to go in, work your ass off, and then at the, after that training session, be like, you know what, man, I could have done more. Yes, it takes an incredible amount of self awareness to be able to do that to yourself, and and I think that's what separates the the doers and the don'ts. If that makes sense. absolutely, but but you know what, people don't do that. Like when it, when it comes to politics, when it comes to voting, like if they did that in life, shit would be awesome. Oh my god, people right? Do if, people it, don't do it. But it, we've we've adopted this culture of like you can't second guess yourself, right? 
No, please do. I always, I'm constantly questioning, what am I doing? Am I doing oh the right my God. thing? Like, oh my God. I was like sitting here anxious, having anxiety before you pulled up to come do this podcast. I was like, am I doing this? Am I, am I really going to do it? Like I was, that, that's, like, that, don't get me wrong, that's not a good feeling at the moment, but that's that's necessary. Right. Um, you, you've got to be able to look back and, and have um, a, as unbiased of an opinion as you can. Yeah. And yeah, hell yeah. I mean, like. I'm super pumped we had this conversation. Me too. But like the same thing, like I think it goes back to just that there's a fine line of like overvalue and undervalue, and, and you have to meet yourself in the middle and understand what you're capable of, and like 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 it goes back to being self forgiving. You you make mistakes, you mess up on things, and you have to be able to look at that and learn from it, and then not like overvalue or undervalue. You have to. So we're fine line. So you, no, you're you're absolutely right, but like not to like steer us away from this because this is awesome, but like. I know how I got to that point. Where, where the hell did that come from for you? Like, where where did that? I have no idea. I mean, you just. <laughs> I mean, was it jujitsu? Was it your family? Was it like because that's not a normal thing? And and I hope that people listen to this and they realize like, holy shit, I don't do that. But like, what are you doing that other people? Because I've tried to relate this to other people, <laughs> and it doesn't work. I'm also an asshole, so like. When I tell people, I'm like, "Hey, happy fuck asshole. you." I, I mean, I'm I'm happy, but I don't make other people happy. <laughs> Me yeah, being an asshole. I don't know. I think a lot. Of, like, I don't know that I necessarily do any specific thing that makes me think that way. But with like recent events, like I, I've kind of um, evaluated where I've been and where I want to be, and then the people that I've encountered on my my journeys in between. If that makes any kind of sense. Oh, it it, it does. Yeah. And so, like, I look at those people, and, and, and I find appreciation in just, like, the small things. Like, somebody that makes me smile a whole lot. I'm like, oh, I, I appreciate that a whole lot. That's something that I want to continue venturing into. People that want to train with me, I'm like, oh, I appreciate that you're taking the time out of your day to come do jiu-jitsu with me, which you don't have to do, you know. And so, like, I, if somebody doesn't give me the kind of training that I wanted, I'm not going to be mad at them. I'm going to be like, oh, I'm thankful that you gave me what you had to give. Yeah. You know. But I, I don't know if it's because I spent a lot of years inside my little box and then I'm finally just like decided to say screw it and spread my wings. I, I don't know if that's what gave me the kind of insight, but that's just that's where I'm at right now. That's a, that's a great way to be. And I mean, as, as you were talking, I kind of had this thought like I think that really comes down to, you know, being a forever student. Like, um, you know, we can use this, uh, you know, I can use this in the way of, we both could use this way of jujitsu or we could, I could use this as a way of like, you know, continuously pursuing education and, and this, that, and the other. But the, the real thing is, um, whether or not you're doing anything outside of your own body, you need to be learning more about yourself. That's absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and we've kind of touched on this, you know, you really need to challenge yourself, you know, whatever, but like, like don't ever settle into who you are. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, both of us, uh, I think you said you're about to be 28. Yeah. So I'm, I am 28. Like we are realistically <laughs> a quarter of the way through our lives. Exactly. We cannot even try to pretend we know who we are. Right. Right. Like that, that is terrifying <laughs> to some degree, but it should be motivating in another. It is. But like, you know, like, like there's a saying that says, uh, the enemy to success is comfort. And I believe that 100%. I didn't know how much I believed it until like the recent events that happened and now I'm sort of out just doing shit and experiencing things. But like, like comfort, I don't, I'm not seeking comfort. I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for experience. I'm looking for adventure. I'm looking for just 
happy shit. Happy people shit. Like the, the Kevin Hart talks about going out and feeding the dogs. Like just happy people shit. Happy people <laughs> shit, yeah. Like just do, do the happy stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, hell yeah. Well, um, shit, we're coming up on like, you know, over two hours of this. and uh, I'm, Nobody wants to hear me talk Well, I mean, realistically, <laughs> we've done probably like three and a half hours of this. And um, I'm, I'm pumped about that. I think we hit like cool. some amazing things. And cool. uh, hell yeah, before we piss off too much of the South <laughs> by doing this podcast, um, we'll probably start to wrap it up. And um, But Kayla, seriously, I'm, I'm super ecstatic to have you on this podcast. I'm really hoping you come back. <laughs> Let's do this again sometime. Let's do it. I'm glad to be here. I had, a, I had a great time. Hell yeah. Let's do let's do this again. We'll piss off as many people as we can. We'll hopefully motivate some people. Hopefully so. Um, but yeah, before I let you go, I mean, you have any people you want to thank? Any, anything you want to throw out there? Or um, Man, just the, the people like that have been in my life recently. Like I've met some really incredible people. Some really positive people. And I've, like, I don't plan a lot of things and I, and. I didn't. I, I would never have thought that I would be sitting like here talking about my opinions and my views and things like that would even matter matter that much. So I'm thankful to be, you know, on your podcast and all that. Um, but just the people that I've met over the last couple of weeks, just I'm just happy that it all happened. So. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, and it's a great outlook. Um, you know, just from everything you've been through and to see you sit here smiling and <laughs> active. I mean, and, and the thing is like, you're, you're not saying any of this out of hate. You're, you're literally saying this to motivate more people to do great Learning. things. That That's incredible. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, well I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, all the great things you're going to keep doing. Um, even more looking forward to having <laughs> you back on here with the group. With the group right? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. We'll, we'll have more and more people on here. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll keep going. We'll keep going down this <laughs> rabbit hole here. Um, yes. But yeah, as far as that, um, I think it's going to wrap it up for us uh, tonight. Uh, Looking forward to another rye whiskey coming up next week. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys.